This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ, RJ Bailey. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're working on our relationship with our mother. As we watch spine 328 in the Criterion Collection, Louis Mal's Murmur of the Heart from 1971. But first, mm. RJ. <coughs> What's that? What's that? What's that cough there you have? And it's a little, a little moisture. Oh, a little moisture I, in there. You know, I uh, t- today uh, at work there was a student who was working in a uh, lab right next door to my office, and through the wall I was hearing coughing, mm. coughing, coughing, and I was like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. I'll so, do you. I'll do you another one. I uh, I encountered a mask exempt person the other day. Yeah. And this was the first thing they said to me. I have a mask exemption, and I went, okay. I went sure. And then uh, about ten minutes later, uh, I heard, <coughs> <coughs> and I I looked over and I was like, uh, okay. Well. So I removed myself from that situation. Well, this particular student, it turned out. Had just had COVID, had COVID. Oh, but they their five day isolation I, uh, was ten. done. They're ten. After. Oh, because they're not vaccinated. They are triple, but they were still oh, sick, and, and they were like, uh, mm-hmm. "You're supposed to wait till your like main symptoms go down, your fever goes down." And they had it all, mm-hmm. and uh, now they have a cough that lingers on, which is yeah. like uh, a mark to to people who hear this and they go. What's what's going on here? Why are you, what are you doing around me? But just uh, good kid though, good kid wearing a mask and all that fun stuff. So, uh, and yeah. you are vouching for them as a good kid. Seems like seem seems like a good kid. I think seems I, like I, a good I, kid. I, I think they are. I they're all right. But hopefully. nothing questionable is going to come up later. I, like, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I'll ask me again in three days. <laughs> Like you know, maybe on the internet, there's some like rampant anti-Semitism or something that you're Ooh. that might be discovered soon. Um, well, I mean, I'm not looking for it, so you're never looking for it. it's. It's no. the things you're not looking for that hit the hardest. Look, if you don't, if you want to avoid controversy, you, the mm-hmm. best advice I could give you: don't do a podcast. Well, or people, people talk too much. They they and they, they don't even know what they're saying. It's and uh, then someone has an issue all of a sudden with it, and you're like, "I oh, that's possible that someone said that," but uh, mm-hmm. no, but don't become famous enough with your podcast where people will go back and uh, Is... and and, they, and and then also make a compilation of uh, ah. of um, <laughs> things that you've said that you probably shouldn't have said in the first place. Is it possible to <clears throat> create a character for a podcast? So that has see, that's what see that that's what that's what you and I are. We're well, characters. these are podcasts. We're pod- these are characters. We're post postcastians. We're yeah. These are characters created for a podcast. Is yeah. what you're saying, right? We are. Yeah. This is very meta. Um, yeah. We know we're characters in a podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're above. Uh, any form of criticism uh, yes. or legal ramifications because it's fiction. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this these aren't the opinions that we hold as yeah. actual. Our, real our, email, our emails, they're all they're all fake too. They're all it's all those are characters as well. They're all characters, 
any yeah, any fiction guest verse. that's been on, that's just an auto-generated voice. That's right. You thought Rob Eagle was a real guy? No way, man. That's a computer. Mm-hmm. That's an algorithm that's that the, we that's created. The, that's right. Yeah, sending all sorts of questionable things because it's a character for a podcast. Courtesy of Cambridge Analytica. Well, yeah. I mean, where else would we get it? Exactly. You know? Anyways, what were you saying when we started this podcast? You were coughing. You were coughing. You ever Uh, just have a little water at the back of the throat? Water in the middle. That sounds like you're drowning. I feel like I'm drowning frequently. Oh, dear. Frequently. That's what it was. You should have that looked at. No, I don't need people to tell me that I'm not doing well. I already know. I already know. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I'm I'm aware of my current situation and the troubles that have arisen from that. So yeah. I'd rather just be ignorant. Yeah. And well, unknowing. Speaking of uh, things that aren't real. Um, so last week I uh, got to see an optometrist because... I think your I'm, eyes I, I, leaving you? Well, my one my one eye was uh, all blurry and out of focus, and d- d- a little bit of a double vision. I don't know if I I think I mentioned that, did I not? I don't think so. If if you uh, did, I would have probably advised you to check with a doctor or a pastor. Well, potentially, I I, I, uh, I did, and uh, I got and? Re- I got referred to an ophthalmologist. And what's it, the prognosis? Uh, well, my eyes are, have improved dramatically. Since like in the course of five days, I went from twenty thirty vision to twenty twenty, um, but it's it's improved dramatically. So, uh, mm. warm comp, uh, hot warm compresses, uh, that that's been my salvation. Any cold compresses? No, no, no cold compress, RJ. Yeah. That'd be bad. So, I don't want to clog up my my eye glands. Your I pores. Guess. Well, I remember the sty. Yes. Who could forget the who could talk? forget the pee talk? But then, yeah. but then, as a mere as a total coincidence, my other eye was having other problems. So I was I was a real mess, RJ. I was all fucked up. Mm. So what you're saying is this is the end of Fudge Duncan as we know it. <laughs> yes, the the my that fiction suit is passing quickly, and uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to find a, a new host. Um, a new host? Yes. Are you kind of like the troop? You're like a worm that makes its way from yeah. like kid well, to kid. Or, or like uh, shivers, or Ooh. Uh, it's like a sex parasite, maybe. Oh, like, a little sex parasite. Yes, that's always good. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with uh, things oh, of. You're down that with nature. sex parasites, eh? No, I didn't say that. I said things of a certain nature, maybe like sex parasites. Wow, that's for you to say, not for me. Remember, RJ, it's fiction. All fiction. It's all fiction. And These day, are all characters. When, when you uh, leave that host body, you'll move on to another host. And uh, what was the name of that? Uh, Roger Bellagio or something? Jorge. Jorge Bellagio. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with that. That's fine. That's fine. Beautiful. How how is life treating you? Uh Are you can you can you taste freedom yet? Not quite. Um, freedom isn't free. You know what I mean, Jerp? I am. Uh, I am somewhat annoyed by the convoy people because they're. I think they're under the impression that they've won, which is bad because uh, it's like, why not just con? Like, I mean, I, I could just be. I could start a convoy right now and say, I want unlimited Kit Kats forever. And if I don't get them, I'm going to park my truck right in front of City Hall because it worked. Right, Jeff? 
you can get anything you want now. Yeah. Well, I mean, none of these people were arrested. Uh, provinces have started lifting mandates. Um, so clearly, <laughs> the system works. <laughs> the system works. Now, I, I I have been told that if these people were of a different nature, potentially say what? indigenous, no, this this would RJ. not have maybe went that far. It's wild. A wild accusation, of course. Accusation. Um, Accusations. Uh, words that are made up. The convoy is rampant with that kind of stuff, but. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know what we get out of that. I know our province and our premier, uh, you know, he, he, he did some fine talking last night, talking about AIDS and uh, what we, what people what? need to do about that. Well, I, I, I did. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Interest, uh, I, 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 I like. No, yourselves. I like. I like. I prefer RJ's. Uh, uh half half his like vision of things through like a half remembered dream. Yeah. Well, hey, isn't uh, uh, that isn't that what our culture is based on now? Is half thoughts, things that are only like kind of true, and you heard a bit of it, and you go, "Oh yeah, wild, wild," and then you go with it. All I know is if you look up Premier Canada AIDS, it'll probably come up pretty fast. And you can make your, yeah, I don't know how many uh, opinion on that. Yeah, I don't know how many other uh, things have been in the news with that, about that one, but uh... not not lately, probably. <laughs> So uh, all I know is the the convoy pe- convoy people think they won, and that's kind of a bummer. Um, the, no, they're mad. They're still mad. Oh yeah, but provinces the, are lifting convoys left and right, or not all, convoys, but they, they want all of them gone. RJ, they, they want the they want the directional arrows on the floor that no one pays attention to removed. Man, according I, to I, sources. I, I'm pretty sure I was the only person. Well, actually, that's not true. There were a lot of people that followed the rules, but there was always one person who was going down every single lane because, like, you know, when you're going down lanes, there's people who are in the same flow that you are. They're like a couple feet behind you. They're going down all the kind of lanes together with you. But then there was always one asshole who was going the opposite way. And then when you turn down the other lane, they would turn down the other lane too, again, going the opposite way. And you pass them every time. You know what you what you just what you described is so beautiful to me. You know why? Why freedom? Because that's right, RJ. That's right. You know. You know what's funny too? So beautiful. I love it. Nine times out of ten, that person was like a nurse, or or someone (laughs) maybe not a nurse, but someone wearing scrubs. So they were involved in healthcare in some form. Uh, (laughs) That. That's what I frequently well, saw is things yeah, like that. That's the best is you go you go to the store. You go to, you go to, to the public with your your scrubs on to go back to work. Go get yourself yeah. a, a chicken sandwich and uh, a Mountain Dew red. Where are you maybe? getting the chicken sandwich from? Oh, they got they got pre made sandwiches at the grocery store. Oh, from the grocery store. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. I, I got excited for a second. I was like, "You talking about Popeyes?" Popeyes. I uh I have a reputation at my place of work of um, frequenting Popeyes a little bit too much, and I'm not sure where it started, but uh, anytime someone sees Popeyes or something, or anytime someone sees me without a lunch, they go, "You getting Popeyes today?" And I go, "Well," I said, "I haven't quite." Uh, haven't quite indulged in a in a while but uh that's freedom that is free you know what freedom is that i can go to popeyes any day i want that is freedom wow yeah i mean i love i love i love to hear it yeah i I like i I mean i know we've talked about it before i know some people aren't huge popeyes guys but i i'm a big fan of that chicken sandwich is it the best i don't know Mm -hmm. but i like it i definitely like it 
So how's your freedom going, Jared? Ah, incre- incredible. Um, you my, been feeling free lately? My my life has changed in uh, no significant way yet. Um, Not yet. I feel real bad for uh, people who work in restaurants who are going to be dealing with uh, people suddenly doing victory laps mm-hmm. um, that have been very proud that they held out on the government doing doing their part. Getting, <laughs> Getting getting the jab and uh, you know mm-hmm. you know you love that don't you don't you love calling it the jab? I mean, I've never really understand that. Just call it a fucking vaccination. Needle. Call it a needle. What? Well, the jab's got like such a negative like implication with it, and it's like you're getting the jab, man. Getting... Or you can make it cool. It's like I'm getting the jab, man. <laughs> exactly. But people don't do that. Mm. So so yeah, there's the, the the poor surfers of the world and. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta deal with the the whole on onslaught, and then all the I don't know, maybe say the the, the people who uh, maybe were like I'm not gonna go out anymore. <laughs> they're they're just gonna stay home. They might take they might order in maybe. I mean maybe we we didn't order in a ton during the last two years. We'd get pickup once in a while, but the few times we did order in, especially like those like bar pub restaurant places, it was never good. So it's just like, ugh. it's like, we'll just make this better at home. And like, we're not great cooks or anything. It's just you get like one of those like pubby places where these people are going. You get the food takeout there when you're there and you're eating it. It's good. But you get a takeout. You bring it home. You're just like, ugh. And it's all soggy and shit. You're like, I don't want this anymore. So um, I'm not going to be doing that. But a, a lot of people I can imagine will stay home. I think they will stay home, Jarrett. And then it'll be those six people who go, I never wore a mask all two years. I'm still here. And then they'll... They might, uh, they might be. Yeah. And it'll just be those six eating at the restaurant. They'll get have their, like, two beers, plate of chicken wings, and leave. And over, that's at, uh, over at BP's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, some memes about uh, a lot of these convoy were, people. Were they mean? No, not mean. Oh, okay. But it was, uh, it was like, it was like lots of pictures of people crying, and it's just like, it's like when you, uh, when the sixteen-year-old at Boston Pizza asks you to wear a mask, so you join the convoy to go to Ontario, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, crying, you know, sad. We were live on that news too, you know. I think we were the first reporting of that in podcast world. So, oh, I, I don't know. I think I'd seen a. No, we were the first. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then it uh, it blew up. Did you see New Zealand had a convoy last? Uh, I uh, I notified uh, Ollie G about mm-hmm. it, and uh, I believe he said uh, Canada's greatest export and, convoys. Um, yeah, I mean, just you know, thrown out there that uh, New Zealand, the country, mm-hmm. has had fifty two deaths uh, all, cre- all together cre- or cre- recently total. Oh, okay. Total, from my understanding. And uh, uh, Creepsville, central here, we're at uh, 79 with a a population of 100,000. So Mm. you may make of that what you will. Um, Yeah, there you go. So you're saying we're doing great. (sighs) Freedom. We're having a great time. Great time. Anything non-outside the world related? Any... Any um, uh, weird street incidents? Anyone asking you your business that you didn't appreciate this week? Not really. That bank one really upset me, though. I've talked to other people about that. I, I was really put off by that. You know what I mean? You've been talking it out? Yeah, I've been talking it out with people. I was it just really bothered me. 
Because it's like, what business it is, is it of theirs, you know? None. None. It's nobody's business. It's mine. It's my own. No, I, uh, I've been, um, I haven't been doing much. I, uh, there were a couple COVID cases where I worked, like, very close to me. So the last couple of days, I've been kind of hiding out in the basement by myself. Um, you know, because mm-hmm. me and my wife actually take things seriously. Um, I'm about two, three-fifths through Metal Gear Solid Five, Jared. So Wow. Three-fifths is three, how I would describe that. Three-fifths? Well, there's, like, main missions. The main story, like, you accept the missions as you go because it's open world, so you pick them when you want to do them. There's the main missions, and then there's side ops. And uh, out of the main missions, I'm on 20 out of 31. So I don't know. I guess two-thirds through? Is that what that is? Yeah, two-thirds? Three-fifths? Four-tenths? It's all the same. Anyways, that's what I've been doing. So uh, not a whole lot. J-Dog. Damn. Damn. What about you? Your your place of business is going through lots of stuff. Yeah. Lots happening in that world. Lots. We'll see more. Uh, more more to say about that next week. Um, uh, see how things jo- shake out. Job actions, but not not for me. I'll be at work. But you'll uh, be at work. I'll be at work uh, for now <laughs> until mm. until one day. Who knows? Until you're not. No. Yep. Yeah. It's too bad. Goody gumdrops. But hey, RJ, freedom. <laughs> well, can I ask you this, Jared? Yeah. Is it free? Uh, no. What should be? You you know what? One should of the be. worst things I've ever seen is I don't know if you saw this meme going around, uh, but it's the convoy people sharing it, and it was um, convoy. the convoy people. You know about the. <laughs> the hell does that sound? <laughs> uh, well, it's them. The convoy fucking <laughs> they, 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 like, they heard they're pulling they're they're blocking you in, pal. Actually on the weekend some asshole in the neighborhood was driving around revving their engine a lot. There's someone with a like Canadian flags on hockey sticks sticks taped to their car across the street and I'm like, Oh my god. Someone was driving around revving their engine and it's just like, Go away. Stop bothering everyone. Um What was even the setup to that? What was I what was I about to tell you? Uh, I don't. I don't even remember. All I know is that there was uh, things in the walls, and, uh, and <laughs> oh, it... the convoy meme. Yeah, there there are things in the walls. This place is falling apart, bud. Um, I saw it, it was one of the worst meme. It, like you walk. <laughs> what? See? Oh man, yeah. they're on the internet now. It, you you see this thing and you're embarrassed for the person <laughs> who, who shared it. Nah. It was that thing. It was like a side by side picture. One side was, um, like, the right side was the tr- like the semi-truck leaving the yard and, like, the family waving. And the other side was uh, men in World War II getting deployed. Oh, yeah. They, to Europe. Oh, they, they love that one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's embarrassing, man. And that's what I mean. For the people sharing that, it's like, guys, I know what you mean, but just it's not, it's not that, man. You know what I mean, Jared? It's yeah. not that. Well, all, all I know is my Facebook feed, when I'm using a browser, mm-hmm. I, I'm getting all these uh, suggested pages and sponsored pages pop up, and it's all convoy things. It's all about the convoy. And I go, huh, somebody's paying for this. It's all, and, 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 it's, all yeah. and it's obviously being targeted regionally. 
And so, oh yes, and because oh, yeah. like I, I, I sure don't follow any of these things. It was like a libertarian yep. blub. It's always just this constant thing. It's like, oh boy. But you also get Star Wars stuff frequently. Oh, I'm not anymore. No, no, no. no it's all convoy uh, stuff. No, it's all convoy. Oh. Connection. I think. Oh, not. speaking of Star Wars, uh, yeah. yeah, I saw people talking about uh, CGI people again. And I had no oh, idea. Yeah. I had no idea why. And I then, think it's that Boba Fett show. Yeah, because uh, Mark Hamill shows up. Because it's it, you know it's Mandalorian, whatever two point five. Yeah, and it's, you get to see a little bit of a uh, Luke and Grogal baby doing Grogu? stuff. Yeah, you get to see them in the they show. Back? They show up. Okay. Do a little bit of things, and then off they go again. I'm assuming. But, uh, yeah. I I did see a lot of stuff watching that show. I just assumed they've brought all the dead people back. You know what I mean? Eventually, we'll, it. eventually we'll all be brought back. You know what will be maybe, fun? Maybe that's why people aren't worried about COVID. Because we're all, don't worry. Yeah. We're, we're all going to be uploaded to the server. To the mainframe? And, and we'll all be on podcasts or uh, video casts or YouTube forever. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I'm on board with that. You know what would be even better, though, is when we're all dead, but the Disney algorithm is still going, and it's just making CGI versions of celebrities, yep. and uh, it's just making content for nobody. Which it'll, is... it'll be a perfect thing. That's exactly what we want. Isn't it, though? You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know? You know, Jerry? What is the deal with homework? You know that? No. You know that Seinfeld stuff? Yeah, I know that, but... Oh, okay. Well, it's good that neither... Is there like a vacuum cleaner going on over there? Or is that... How loud is it for you? <laughs> I just like... I was like, here's this motor sound. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I know uh, before we started recording, there was talk about muffins being made. <laughs> I, I think I know what it is. It's the septic tank getting emptied. Oh, I yeah, see? Yeah, you know we got that septic tank outside yeah. full full of stuff. Yeah. No, I Are I, you saying I, the, are you saying the shitter's full? The shitter's full, man. That elevator only goes down. Someone made an awful mess down there. Um no, I think I know what that is. I think that is a air pop popcorn machine. And it sounds like it is just ended. It's ended its cycle. It's ended its cycle. Yeah, it's uh I believe that's what it was, but it could be wrong. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that neither of us have interesting lives in any way. So, uh, yeah. Moving right along, I guess. Moving right along, RJ. Let's check in with the the rest of Krubsvillia and uh, see what's going on. What's shaking? What's shaking with those bacons? And uh, I'm a little confused here I th- I, or am I there's an email here from one Anna J Anna J females yes or is it I don't know I mean Anna could be French you know hey creeps I've become addicted to your podcast while recovering from surgery and join the Patreon and all those good things <laughs> what we have a Patreon, Jared? <laughs> yeah, we do. do. Do we have any Patreon-exclusive content on there? Uh, one, one, Whenever uh, RJ wants to sit down and talk talk to himself about Millennium. 
Hey, I'm here every Wednesday, baby. Every Wednesday, yeah. any any Wednesday that works with with for you. Okay. You know, it would be you know, it would really get people to go to the Patreon. Sorry to interrupt, Anna, but uh, if we did, hey, what you been creeping on? And then I went, well, Jarrett, and then it went, Doo! and then went, go to the Patreon to get this exclusive content. Wow. Wow. That'd get them. Anyways, what's up with our new friend? I've wanted to hear Jarrett's feelings about Fellini Satyricon since I started the podcast, and he mentioned it. It's one of my top five of all time, but I sh- I'm sure Jr. will hate what? the fart for this one when he's forced to watch this at age 75. There are several literal farts in that one for sure at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Can't Can't quit it, though. It's one of the most unique things I've ever seen in my life. The fart or something else, potentially? Fellini and the farts. Well, yeah, I know about his kinds of farts, but do you think this person started all the way at Mm. the start? So I've seen very little of Satyricon. I rented this movie in my um, infancy as a a real movie guy, a cinephile. Fedora? And this is an eight and a half Probably I had my I might have even watched Satyricon before eight and a half, and boy oh boy was I not ready for that movie and I was just like this is horrible and that was it that was you know twenty mm. twenty two years ago so I'm game for the day when we watch it when I'm like a hundred and thirty and RJ's seventy five so well yeah yeah, yeah. you'll you'll be advanced bring in on, the age bring on bring on the farts i say well i mean we're always on board for that that's never an issue here more farts the better love that you canadians are always sunny fans because it is to me the best sitcom of all time and sums up the american experience in ways ken burns never could i wonder if uh do you think uh, do you think this person has seen um friends because some people say that Friends is the greatest sitcom. Do you know Friends, Jarrett? I've heard of it. I've, some and people I, and like I have Friends. seen it. I've, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Friends might be the best? What about Everyone Loves Raymond? There you go. Uh, yeah, I haven't. You know, I haven't really seen. I haven't seen enough to know. I guess we'll we'll just say uh, un, un undetermined at this time. How, how do you feel about that? Always sunny, RJ. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, Jr. JR, it doesn't get much better, uh, Garrett. Doesn't get much better, my man. I, uh, I I love it. The only thing is, um, we don't have FX up here, so it's like we have Disney. Pool. It's on Disney Plus, but it's not like the last two or three seasons aren't on there or something like that. So it's hard to hard to stay caught up in Canada. We don't get all the content that the rest of the world does. You know, Jer? Mm-hmm. No, it's always sunny. Is pretty good. It's pretty good, but uh, I will. I think for sitcoms, oh man, I don't know if you would consider. Um, yeah, I guess you wouldn't call it, situational comedy, whatever that means. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I think, is still my fave. Maybe, but Arrested Development also really good. Just the three seasons, yeah. Wow, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You you don't want to you don't want to go past that. It's it's not good. D- diminishing returns. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think uh, I don't know if I said like a year or two ago. Like, I don't know peak pandemic stuff. Andrew and I watched the first three seasons again, and we're like, man, this show's great. 
And then we tried watching the season four and we got, I think we got like three into it or something. And we're like, no. Was that the, now was that the original edit or was that the re-edit? Oh, no, that was the original because we have the DVDs, my man, from whatever, like 10 No, no, no. I'm talking about for season four, the Netflix seasons. Oh, uh... Because they they oh, took because the, yeah I remember they, I remember now yeah. they re-edited it I don't remember which one we were watching okay but uh, um, I don't know we were both big Arrested Development fans like years and years ago like most people were but uh, yeah it just wasn't um, that new stuff's just not good it's just not good Jer good yeah disregard the email address it's my girlfriend's. But I'm requisitioning it to send this salacious email to the creeps because I couldn't possibly be associated with it. You know what I mean? Did he say, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he's giving us a Vern here, hey? Yeah. You know what I mean, Vern? You know what I mean. Okay, so this is a, a male under uh, the guise of a female. That's right. Potentially. Enjoy I mean, some maple glaze from Tim's because I can't anymore in the States. But I do miss those old-fashioned Tim bits after my time in BC for college. Hmm. Keep creeping and giving me your opinions. I don't always agree, but that's the entire point of listening. Right? Right? Signed, Alex Kramer. Alex Kramer? Yeah. There's, there hasn't been a more made-up name in a while. Who, who, whoever Alex Kramer is, thank you. I mean... George Hofschmeiner was pretty made up, but uh, Alex Kramer is real made up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just doesn't sound like a real person, sure. Well, who's Anna? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have access to my wife's email account. I I don't even know how to go about that. Sounds like tricky business, if you ask me. <laughs> Just go open up the laptop. I don't know the code to log in. I don't know her pitch code. Well, Secrets. 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 You know what they say, Jared? Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. That's a real thing. You want to hear from Keegan Day? Keegan Michael Key? Yeah, sure. Hey, it's me, Keegan. Like as in Key and Peel. Keegan and Peel, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I do, I do. You know what I mean? Burn. I, I do, I get it. Anyway. The other week, I watched what I like to call the unofficial Assault on Precinct 13 trilogy. I watched Rio Bravo, then Night of the mm-hmm. Living Dead, and then finished it off with Assault on Precinct 13. Because Rio <laughs> and Night kind of inspired Assault, so it works pretty epic. I also had a double feature of 127 hours and buried last year. The theme was Guy Stuck in a Place. I, I'm pretty sure I watched those two movies pretty close together as well they're 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 linked in my head what are some Mm. creative or cool double features unofficial sequels or movie pairings you guys think more people should watch crumb and freaked yeah is that is that is that what you looked at you looked over the shelf and just picked two movies (laughs) i i don't know i uh i genuinely uh I don't know why those two things popped into my head. I just, um, I, I don't know. That's just uh, what I would, that, that's going to be my answer, Jer. It's a good question. I mean, it's just, it, yeah. it requires a actual, like, looking. A, it takes some con- actual consideration. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll think of a real question or answer. You know what? I think I got a tag here. I don't use tags very well. 
very good even for that matter. But uh, I'm gonna I'll try to give an alien doubleheader. What do you think about that, Jer? Alien doubleheader. Aliens. I'm gonna say we're gonna go with. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we were thinking gotta be a little high concept. Yeah, what's well, not high concept about aliens? Well, that's pretty simple. That's one concept. I'm gonna say we're gonna go with bad taste and not like us. Which is from uh, female writer Daniela Purcell. Any relation to Dylan Purcell? Who's to say? Who's to say, Jer? Who's Nobody say? knows. Yeah, that's my doubleheader for you, Jer. Okay. Okay, hmm. bud. Bud. Okay, Vern. What's your high concept doubleheader? Damn. I'm, I'm scanning. I'm scanning through. Uh, I'm actually looking at my sad bastard list and being like, yeah. let's see, let's see some magic emerge. But mm-hmm. uh, so far, not so good. Nothing that uh, screams these things belong together. Not yet. What about Passion of Joan of Arc for the Criterion hook? What about Passion of Joan of Arc and Martyrs, Oliver Granger's favorite movie? Is that high concept enough for you? Well, I, I guess you Sounded could... Uh, like a, a train. Let's just yeah. trust my train horn, RJ. That is a train horn. That's, that's the sound of freedom. So, uh, freedom. We, we could put together... Uh, how about Master of the Universe? Yeah. And you pair that with Cyborg, the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie from canon, because that was actually originally supposed to be, I think, the sequel at one point. Or was it Spider? Mm. See, I can't even remember like the that movie's got like Cyborg's got like one of the nuttiest histories, and I think it was it's been it was repurposed at least twice from being either a Masters of the Universe sequel, that then it also was going to be a Spider Man movie at one point, and then you wind up with Jean Claude Van Damme. I mean, who wouldn't want to end up with Jean Claude Van Damme? Fair. You know what I mean? Fair. Burn. Burn. What about Total Recall oh, and RoboCop? Canon Films initially intended to make a sequel to the 1987 He-Man film, Masters of the Universe, and a live-action Spider-Man film. Both projects were planned to be shot simultaneously by Albert Pion. Mm. Uh, Canon, however, was in financial trouble and had to cancel deals with both Mattel and Marvel, the owners of He-Man and oh. Spider-Man, respectively. Canon had already spent $2 million on costumes and sets for both films and decided to start a new project in order to recoup the money. Uh, Pion wrote the storyline for Cyborg in one weekend. Uh, it, it was filmed in one weekend? It, uh, the, the screenplay or was int- written. Ah. Well, I mean, uh, I think... Pion, um... Pion had Chuck Norris in mind for the lead, but co-producer mm-hmm. uh, Golem uh, cast JCVD. The film was shot for less than half a million, filmed in 23 days, and was shot in Wilmington, South Carolina. Did you say producer Gollum? Oh, uh, Menhem. Oh, like not Gollum. Go- from... Gollum. Go- Golan? Sorry, Golan. Golan? Golan? And... Yeah, the brothers. Or, or okay. cut Whatever they are. Golan and Globus. I, I just... When I heard it, I thought you meant Gollum. They're from, like, part, part, part of, yeah. of the rings. Part, they're partners, yes. yes. Just partners? That's just all? Pals. Old just pals. pals. Chums. Business colleagues. What about acquaintances? Sure. But, I mean, could... I'm hoping they'd be more than acquaintances. Why? Canon. They're the minds behind Canon. I don't want to blow that off as just mere acquaintances. Artists. Oh, okay. Visionaries. 
Well, you never know, man. You never know. Like, it could be one, it could be the other. It's hard mm. to say. It's hard to say. That's the point. I got you. That's why we do the game. It's all about the yeah. game. You know what I mean? There was uh, at one point, I believe, an argument. Uh, you could pair Citizen Kane and Freddy Got Fingered. Both, both, uh, uh, but, film film debuts by uh, auteurs. By Canadians? Who, yeah. <laughs> by Canadian Orson Welles. News to me, another scoop. Well, Jerry, I don't know why you even like. Why do you even do a movie podcast if you don't know this stuff? You like you you show no effort. No. You do no research. But uh, I mean, if you're not even going to look into the Canadianness of Orson Welles and mo- probably most famed Canadian Tom Green, like what are we doing here, bud? bud. What are we doing? You know, I I know what you mean. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. Hopefully that uh, answer will suffice, Keegan. Um, yeah. There's a lot. There's so many good ones, I'm sure. But you know, we, we were living on the edge, checking this email for the first time now. Uh, yeah. I would do. You should only check in emails. You should do them all live. You should do them all live. Yeah. You want to hear from Sam Loveland? The Love Machine. Blind spotting. Hmm. What does that mean? Hey, creeps. School is chugging along nicely. I have my first midterms this Friday. Wish me luck, please. Hmm. <laughs> Do you wish him luck? I don't know. I'm still reeling from that last thing he said. Whatever it was. About school chugging along? No. I can't remember what it was. He made a comment. Oh. Sorry, Sam. I guess you made a comment. Uh, no luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i don't wish him ill <laughs> oh wow okay no ill will maybe just <laughs> i hope he i'll put it this way i hope he passes may, may, may your pencils not break yeah i hope he i hope he passes as uh and some people some some people are a little bit too hung up on you know those high grades just pass man just get through do the best you can right here I've rescheduled my trip to Montreal for the 5th of March. Since Ooh. things there are reopening now and cases going down. Allegedly. It'll still be quite cool, but hopefully a little more habitable. Yeah, I think so. Uh, my only fear is getting caught in a Just for Laughs gags prank. It seems like the denizens <laughs> of Montreal are basically living in constant fear of this public <laughs> menace. Uh, yeah. I truer words, my friend. <laughs> truer words. Yeah. That's like I don't know if you remember this, Jared, but when you're when I was like 13 or 14, week week and didn't have anything to do. It'd be like 1 a.m. There's nothing on TV anymore, but Just for Laughs was on, and it was always the Quebecers, and it was always <laughs> wacky stuff happening to them. Things that you go, oh my god, with that weird canned laughter over it. Yeah, he's like, and then like like applause, and you're just like, what is this show? And it had like fifty nine seasons or something like that. Like it it went on fifty forever. You you Google how many seasons Just for Laughs has. I guarantee it was above fifty. I guarantee. But yeah, uh, it start it started thirty eight years ago. See, two seasons Uh, and years active forty. Well, see, I wasn't even that far off. Wasn't even that far off. Fifty-seven. <laughs> well, I, well, I, 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 I hope if Sam runs a foul of Victor, that he'll survive. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. 
Like, if you see those guys, fucking run, dude. Because... Well, you'll be, I mean, you'll, you'll be too late, though. Yeah, I get. Yeah, because you you don't know. That's the whole point. I don't know how you feel about uh, <laughs> prank prank things, but I'm not I'm not a big pranker. You know. Hmm. Um, I'm not not a big fan of the pranking. What about Jackass? Oh, I like Jackass. Yeah. But who doesn't? Are you? Is that on a streaming now, Jer? I don't. Jackass Forever, or just in theaters right now? I think it might just be theaters, but I, I, who knows? That's a good question. Jack I did see Jackass uh, Forever. I did see your uh, French Dispatch just got added to Disney Plus. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Son of a bitch! But you don't have Disney Plus I anymore. I don't. Right? But would you maybe get that free trial just to watch French French Dispatch? Uh, we'll see. Because with your email, you could probably get like a free month trial or something. Maybe. Potentially. Maybe. maybe. We'll see. Potentially. Um, so Sam, Jack has forever. Sam, yeah, it's not. It's not available anywhere up All here right. yet. Okay. That, okay. You, we can probably. Yeah, it's like not even to purchase. To we'll rent. find a way. Nature always we'll find finds it. a way. Yep. One thing I've been meaning to mention. A few episodes ago, someone referred to critic Armand White as a contrarian. Did did we? <laughs> did, did someone? Did did, some... I'm, I'm sure it was RJ. Wait. That's all that's all I'll say. I'm yeah, sure I'm, I'm a big Armand White guy. I really know a lot about that. I, yeah, absolutely. I think this is yeah. a totally incorrect way of describing him. Why did you do so then, RJ? God. What? I think he's actually very consistent and sticks to a definite set of principles and criteria. Okay. It's just the way he watches movies is totally insane and different from how most people watch them. That being said, while I definitely disagree with many of the things he has to say, I usually still find it valuable to read what he has to say, since he's often able to cut right into the movies he's discussing, although from in sort of a mirror-world way... He's a very unique and strange thinker, and I don't think saying he's a contrarian really does that justice. Apologies for all the defensiveness. I just thought it needed to be said. It is kind of interesting how lots of cinephiles, RJ, have latched onto White in recent years as a sort of evil genius figure, and I wonder if it's in reaction to all the Armand bashing people have been doing for so long. Uh, I mean... I'm nothing if not. Well, I mean, you could always uh, check out some Armand uh, White reviews over on the uh, National Review, the uh, the conservative uh, magazine now page. I'm not sure if it's still actually published, but you can check it out for yourself and, and uh, make your own decision about Armand White. And I know you're deeply invested in this. This is your fight. Uh, yeah, I've never not been on board with the cause of... Armand, white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I care passionately about the situation, and uh, <laughs> I don't. I only only time will tell. His, history will history will tell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So uh, we'll see in uh, we'll see in time what happens. Absolutely, I think I mm-hmm. saw somewhere uh, in his don't look up review or something like that he was talking about david borowitz and i went okay i'm good i'm all right i yeah i know a lot about <laughs> david borowitz as well i know i know yeah. I, I everything i learned about him i learned from you rj so yeah i mean I, you, you, i'm i know i know what's going on yeah i know about Bur- burowitz i know about berkowitz i know about uh 
you know, people of the similar th- kind, right? You yeah. big Berkowitz guy? Uh, Is he in your top five? What's that? Are you a big Berkowitz guy? Is he in your top five? Berkowitz? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you know about Berkowitz. You know that summer over in uh, uh, in was it Brooklyn? You know. Yeah. Summer of when Sam. It was, when it was really hot, you a big Berkowitz guy. See your top five or? Wow, my favorite. Love that. Oh, okay. Love Good. That. Hor- sorry, did I say David Horowitz? Horowitz? No, you didn't say Berkowitz. You did say Horowitz. I, uh, I did. Uh, a I might. Say, I, might have been, I, I might have said Borowitz, but Horowitz. No, you didn't. No. Uh, well, maybe you did. I don't know. No. Check it out, folks. Check. It uh, yeah. Out. Or not. Move on with your life. Anyways, yep. to wrap up this email, I'd just like to ask: What are, in your opinion, some of your biggest? cinematic blind spots for example one of my biggest ones was that i had never seen casablanca or double indemnity which i sat down and watched for the first time recently i have many many others too i've never seen lawrence of arabia or apocalypse now as two other examples interested to hear what you have to say thanks and have a good show sam slam love machine love land it's nice to hear from him i hope he enjoys his time in montreal oi uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say it i don't have any blind spots i've seen everything that i've need i've seen everything i need to see you've seen it you've seen seen it it. all i've seen it yep i uh i'm pretty much like the most learned film man (laughs) so uh you know take that as it is but yeah i'm good what about you though jerry you got you got any blind spots Let's take a look. I'm going to look at some years, 2010s. I mean, pretty well the Marvel movies, I suppose you could call that. I don't I don't watch those movies uh, one way mm-hmm. or another. So, I mean, I've never yeah. seen Endgame or um, what's this one? Inf- Infinity War. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch those things. Let's go back a couple. Let's go back a decade from the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Most Pixar's I've never seen. Uh, I mean that's fine. I feel like I feel like you got out at the right time. Of, like Marvel movies and Pixar movies. You know of the ninety, you know RJ. I've never seen Space Jam. Yeah, I mean that's one you could watch, but it's honestly, I feel like if you didn't watch it when you were a kid, I don't think you're gonna get a lot out of it. Do you I know have, what I mean? So I've never seen Dirty Dancing. I've never seen Karate Kid. 16 Candles. Mm. Bever- yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 1. Mm-hmm. Nope, just never did. Um, uh, or, okay. or, or Footloose. For some people, these are the only movies they've seen. Um, Yeah, for a lot of people. But you got to you gotta put an, uh, Empire Strikes Back in there, too. But I have you seen that. I mean? No, but for a lot of those people. That's what I mean. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's uh, it's too bad you haven't seen those. I've seen every movie, so right. Uh, I've never seen Last Tango in Paris. Uh, I haven't seen that. It's the only one I've missed. Okay, I've I've yet to see Greece. Um, I've seen Greece, never in one sitting. I've seen bits and pieces of it that have all together made the whole movie, and I'm gonna say it. I don't think Greece is all that good. Bold. What a bold Con- statement. 
controversial. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just looking at the most popular movies I've not seen. But oh, I've seen the what? I've seen great. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. There you go. Click. Um, I have not seen Breakfast at Tiffany's, or Mary, um, or Mary Poppins, or Doctor Shivago. What about uh, Doctor Zayas? Oh yeah, I've I've, well, I've, I've seen Doctor Zayas. You know about Doctor Zayas? Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas. Mm. Okay, nice. 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 Uh, have you seen, Jared? Cinderella. Sin- Sister Act. I have. Both of them? Yep. Good. Good, good. I'm sure I have. What about, have you ever seen a little movie called Jurassic Park? It's a little indie pick. Yeah, I, I, I have, actually. I uh, Not a lot I, of people have seen that. I, I even got to see that in theater somehow. Lethbridge even played it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, uh, I think it went right to streaming at the time. So, like, it's uh, it's wild that you got a, a theater presentation because that doesn't happen very often for movies like that. No, not at all. Not at all. Not really. Yeah. You ready for another email? Female? From one Actium Jackson Maximus. Oh, he's not a female. R.I.P. B.O.G. Bog? bog which bog the bog monster the bog man hello creeps first and foremost congratulations are in order as i'm sure your constant advocacy for how to with john wilson is the reason Mm. for its third season renewal only the two south albertan scoundrels (laughs) south albertan well what it's you've been exposed jackson no one ever it's southern that's uh yes, Southern Alberta. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted, girl. People got people will send a convoy to you if you get yeah. that mixed up. Yeah, you'll be trying to infiltrate up some movement. You'll go, ah, oh, from South Alberta, and everyone will go, uh oh. They say, get the trucks, boys. <laughs> no. We got some stuff to do. Yeah. We got some opinions <laughs> to change. I'll take you to the train. <laughs> That's they you like they, they like to say that because it's apparently on a TV show. No other references. So, with All regards right. to my apartment, I think you meant a pair. With regards to my apparent lack of porn logging, oh yeah, I've been watching more this week. And despite the lack of classification, I'd consider those vile Orozzo Doji films to be porn with a capital P. And finally, I throw out a suggestion for an interesting YouTube documentary series that's perfect to throw on while one is painting minifigs or allegedly grading students' papers. Who's that? Kaiser Beam's The Merry History of Looney Tunes provides some interesting context to the great shorts of Jones, Freeling, and Co. Keep up the excellent work from the big porn boy, Actium Jackson Maximus. Is uh is that self entitled big porn boy or, that or is. did you that is self entitled? Because I would have thought someone like you, I thought you would maybe have tried to take that uh that crown and that claim, but uh, are you gonna let that stand? Stand? Are you okay with him being the big porn oh, boy? I'm fine. I'm fine to pass that mantle along. You're okay with that? Or allow someone else to just claim it all outright as big porn boy? I, I'm just I'm just hoping that uh, uh Actium. Puts his money where it's where his mouth is and loads up on some vinegar syndrome pornography. It's what do you act- mean by that? This 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 Friday, RJ, the fifty percent off sale kicks off. 
50% will, will, off, is he, is he like, gonna, is he gonna porn wait? style? Well, yeah, porn style. Is he going to wait for mm. Scarecrow video to, to, uh, to, you know, borrow someone else's used porn? I don't know. Do you, is that a thing? Is there a market for used porn? Is that, like, a thing people do a lot? I know that people post it sometimes on these groups, and people get mad. They don't. They, they, they say, no, uh we're not like that around here. So we don't do that there near these parts. We uh, straight uh, fresh porn, organic, organic porno, artisan. <laughs> That's right. You know, you know what I mean, Jer? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, all right. All right. I was just curious. Okay. Um, what's this question? What were just? I don't know. Something about porn. Oh, he's rec- yeah. He just recommended that. That sounds Merry History of Looney Tunes. I'll uh, I'm gonna throw it into my YouTube search and um, have at her. Um, what do you mean? You know about that? That's cool. There's like six of them. Fun. YouTubing? Yep. What about YouTubing? I don't know. I just this Merry History of Tunes. Oh, Jackson was talking about. Oh, I know. I know you're still thinking about porno, but well, he brought it up. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, but he brought it up. Wasn't me. It wasn't my doing. You know, since we started recording, uh, we've had some emails trickling in. Jeez. All right, well, hit them. Better keep going here. Get them, Justin Peterson. Holy shit! Does life really suck? Well. Yeah. Damn. Hey, Jared and RJ. What's happening? So around two years after I checked out Bella Taurus Satan Tango, I figured it was about time to watch another one of his films. So I went with Turin Horse. I only got around 40 minutes into it before I decided to crash. And wow, did it put me in a strange, bleak mood today. Despite it draining me, I do strangely find his style amusing with how ridiculously long his shots go on with these characters filled with despair. I wonder what level of hopelessness I will find myself in tomorrow after I finish it. At least I will have a new Creeps episode to perk up my spirits. Mm, I wouldn't count on this on perking you up. If anything, this might make you more depressed. Oh, I don't know. I think I think we're putting smiles on faces, RJ. We're putting something on faces. Oh, dear Lord. Well, whatever you thought I was saying, that's not it. I just mean... Dear Lord. Gr- grimacing. You know Grimace? I know, I know about that big purple son of a bitch. <laughs> you know about Grimace? That's who I mean. So, Grimace. Grimace life. Is he supposed to be like a grape... Or something like that. Isn't that like in the in terms of the um, cosmology of McDonald's of big was it the cheeseburger town? Because there's the mayor of what's the of name? Mc, of the, what's the mayor name? McCheese? Mayor you McCheese. Fool? But what's the name of the town? Uh, McDonald's town. Okay, it? wait, wait, wait. I found an article. What is grimace? McDonald's manager clarifies burning questions. Ronald McDonald's is a clown. McDonald Land. McDonald Land. Mayor McCheese is a cheeseburger. Birdie, <laughs> the early bird, is a bird. The hamburger is a thief. Mac tonight is a moon. <laughs> and the fry kids are, well, fries. I, I like that. <laughs> the, the, the hamburger, he, he's not a bird. He's a thief. He is a thief. <laughs> he's not like a man who steals. Like he's because he's clearly a guy. It's like no, he's a thief. He's a thief. Well, he steals cheeseburgers, uh, and then it says, "What the heck is grimace?" 
the lovable spherical shaped purple giant has always been one of McDonald's most recognizable characters. Okay, let me skip ahead here. That is until now. Last late last month, Brian Bates, manager of a McDonald's in Canada, revealed the answer. So this is just a McDonald's in Canada. Holy shit, Jared. This might blow your mind. What? Apparently, Brian Bates, manager of a McDonald's in Canada, says that Grimace is an enormous taste bud. But a taste bud, nonetheless. Huh. I don't agree. No. So, character That's not what taste buds look they, like. They just describe him as a large, anthropomorphic creature with short arms and legs. Started out as an evil character who used to steal milkshakes before being changed to a good one. So he was a favorite, heel? favorite with the kids. Yeah, he had a turn. He had a heel turn or face oh, turn. Yeah, and yeah. Face here's turn. a tweet from 2012 McDonald's Corp. Grimace was the embodiment of a milkshake, though others still insist he's a taste bud. Grimace lore says he is embodiment can of you, a milkshake. Can you, can you repeat what you just said? Grimace lore. Okay. Says that he is the embodiment of a milkshake. So apparently, he's not a milkshake, but he's the embodiment of a milkshake. And yeah, he was a heel, but now he he's he's turned. I think my, my that's, that's my favorite Bellatar film is Grimace. <laughs> One user wrote Jarrett reeling from this. I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And are they shook? George, well, George Takai of Star Trek fame said, oh, dear. No, he said, oh, my. Yeah, that, I mean, the quote is, oh, dear, so. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Anyways. He's a character. A little Grimace talk for you. A little Grimace talk. That's so other than are for. So other than movies for the creep, can you recall watching any flicks that made you feel a bit on the depressed side? And do you remember much of that Workmeister Harmony show, J.D.? Uh, well, when I watched that Q documentary series, that was... That bummed you out? That, that bummed me out. That stressed me out. I had, like, weird, mm-hmm. like, chewing on the inside of my mouth uh, sleep. Mm. Yeah. Because it just made you sad. Made, made me go, God damn it. What's wrong with this world? I get uh, it. Workmeister Harmonies? Interesting. It's built... It's it's that, um... I don't know. It's got those, those vibes that, uh... I don't know, Eastern European misery, uh, like, vibe, if you want it. Mm-hmm. How's your Eastern European misery? You? How are you? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You seem fine. I mean, I've been told I'm fine. Am I fine? I don't know. I don't know. Movies that bum me out, eh? Well, so, I mean, I, I should also be noted that uh, Bellatar makes these uh, these these movies with his, his collaborator, um, and spouse uh, Agnes Hraninsky. Hraninsky. Yeah, for some reason she doesn't get. It's always because like, I always see Bellatar. It's not just uh, Justin either. Like it's like all the time. And then I saw this name pop up on something. I went, "Who's that?" And then it's like, "Oh no!" Like she makes this stuff with him, and all these all these movies. Mm. It's not fair. I mean, yeah, Bellator. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Bellator, Bellator. What a a great uh, MMA outfit, RJ. Bellator. Bellator? Well, Jared, it's all about presentation. You know? Um, I don't know, dude. There's movies that make me sad, but movies that bum me out. 
I don't know. Oliver, Oliver Granger's favorite movie, Martyrs, that thing kind of bummed me out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, you, the, know? you know, uh, after watching The Road, I remember it being a real weird car drive after. Because it was... Uh, was it winter? But it was... Like, there might have even been like a forest fire or something going on. But the world just seemed drab. And it felt like... Yeah. living in the road after leaving the theater and just like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to get captured by roaming freedom fighters and they're going to put me in their crawl space in their farmhouse and keep me for livestock. Did it happen? It didn't, luckily. Damn. Well, so far so good. I mean, be a lot cooler if got, it did. Gotta put food on the table. Got put food on the table. You know what's another movie that bums you out? Requiem for a Dream. That's yeah. a pretty depressing fucking movie. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Uh, yeah, that's a good one because I remember that's the yeah. first movie I ever watched because I got a I got a DVD I got a DVD player for a, a grad present from high school, and I popped in Requiem for a Dream as as the uh, uh, to break it in. That was the first spin, and whoo man! And then the next day, I remember. Uh, going to yield comic shop and mm-hmm. uh two friends had seen it as well that same night because they'd come out on the tuesday and then watching it overnight talking about it on wednesday and being like that's the most depressing movie i've ever seen mm-hmm. it's a bummer man it's a major bummer yeah major bummer major you know bummer. what i mean good comic book major bummer yeah what about Char- written by john Cootie, drawn by doug mankey doug mank Son of a bitch. No. Well, that's cool. Want to hear some goat movie questions? Yeah. A question. Question. I recently rewatched The Place Beyond the Pines, and it was way better than I remembered. So what are your favorite performances from Mr. Hot Abs himself and fellow Canadian Ryan Gosling? From what I recall, it is not going to be Only God Forgives. Well, Jared's a big fan of that. (laughs) Ryan Gosling, eh? Well, I mean, I like Drive. I know you don't like Drive. I have. I I want to rewatch it. You should. Um, honestly, you know what his, you know what his best might be is the Nice Guys. Bad. It it might be the Nice Guys. God, he's in a lot of stuff I've never seen. Well, you you never seen La La Land. You've never well, seen no, I've Crazy seen, Stupid I'm at, Love? Of 43 credits, I've seen seven of them. So it's La La Land, Blade Runner 2049, Drive, Nice Guys, Remember the Titans. Half mm-hmm. Nelson, I've seen. Half Nelson, yeah. And, Blue Valentine's okay. Uh, That's a kind of a bummer is, movie, too, actually. This? this is a documentary, I think. Seduced and Abandoned. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've seen those six movies. Uh, I don't know. I, I've based on the little Ryan Gosling I've seen, I guess it would be the nice guys, but I'd rewatch Drive. Mm. Yeah, yeah, nice guys. I don't. He's good in Crazy Stupid Love, the first uh, first man. He's good in Blue Valentine. He's pretty good. That's a bummer movie, yeah, for sure. It's one of those bummer movies, dude. I don't know. I I like Ryan Gosling. I don't think he's in like that much stuff, to be honest. You mm. know, like he's in some things, but I've never seen The Big Short. I'm not interested in it. Foodie question of the week. Uh-huh. So I keep hearing that people say McDonald's fries are the best, but I am of the opinion that is complete nonsense. I much prefer mm. Arby's curly fries, and BK fries are good too. What say you? And uh, 
do you and do any was it you do any oh sorry and do you do any deep air frying at home i don't have an air fryer but i'd like one so yeah. no to that okay uh, i don't think you either have an air fryer right correct correct okay. so Plus, can no. anything be dipped in ranch i say yes I don't know. I wouldn't dip a pancake in ranch. Yeah, that would be. Mm. I mean, there there are things that I do like dipping in ranch that are kind of unexpected. Like, um, I don't know wh- where I got this, but one time I, I didn't have sour cream, but I made pierogies, so I, I dipped them in ranch. And then I was actually like, these are actually pretty good with ranch. So I mean, I get that, but I wouldn't dip anything in ranch. I think there is limits. You know. Yeah. What was the question again? Uh, McDonald's fries or fries oh. in general. Uh, it depends how I feel, man. Arby's fries are real good. I do like Arby's fries, but sometimes I do want just big, floppy, greasy, dirty McDonald's fries. like The, the shoestring? The shoestring fries, yeah. Sometimes I want Donald's. Burger King's got pretty good crispy fries. Um, Wendy's fries aren't great. They they don't salt, they don't salt them, them enough. And yeah. that's, that's another thing with... Um, yeah, that's sometimes the issue. The one thing about McDonald's fries is they salt the shit out of those things. Yes, that's true. And uh, Wendy's didn't used to salt their fries at all. They used to give you that little salt pack where you had to salt them yourself. But you got to salt them right when they get out of the fryer. Exactly. So the well, salt well, well, yeah, because there's oil that's active. Yeah. Yeah. So McDonald's fries, I am big, big uh, Donald fry boy. It's all Arby's. about it's all about ketchup. Mm. It's all about the ketchup, though. Oh yeah. Ketchup and What's fries the, are. Uh, at, at Besties. Arby's, I don't even use ketchup. I don't think you do either. I, I'm a big Arby's sauce. Well, well I'm, a, I'm a baked potato over there. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Baked potato boy. But if yeah. I'm, but I want fries, I got to have ketchup at the ready. Oh, yeah. All You're, the ketchup. You got to be getting some of that ketchup in there. Oh, yeah. You have some fries with your ketchup. You know what I mean? That <laughs> red gold. Yeah. <laughs> red gold, baby. <laughs> Really? Yeah, those are all good. Those are all good. There you go. And yeah, ranch. I'm indifferent to it's for mm-hmm. me. It's uh, I guess if it's like on like a, a veggie thing platter, veggie yeah. spread, whatever you're going on. I guess I'll eat these carrots or a piece of broccoli and have yeah. some ranch with it. I guess like that's about I mean, it. I think the veggies are given. I think what he means too is like Anything. like you ever dunk pizza in ranch, Jared? Because some people oh, no. can't eat pizza without ranch. That's craziness i've met these people no i've done it before and it's fine but i like i've never been like hey you got any ranch for this there there has to be something so wrong with the pizza for me to have to like want to dip it in something like that and then you better just eat different pizza some people are just crazy about ranch people get people get hung up they have their i mean i know there's like a the big like sriracha on pizza thing that some people were into and i'm like oh like sriracha is so strong I, I that I find yeah. it overpower. Like I try putting it on like like a shrimp dish kind of thing yeah. once in a while, and it's like, ugh, like, it just doesn't yeah. it doesn't go right. I like sriracha, but only with only with Asian foods. It, like I think it tastes better with those. The only thing, only Western food I put sriracha on is um, tuna sandwiches, like a fry, like a tuna melt. Okay. That, that it works good with yeah. tuna, but I, I like any Western food. I'm not putting sriracha on it. If I want hot sauce, I'll put hot sauce on okay. it. Ain't no sriracha. All right, all right. No, I mean, Rah. game talk. 
as much as I have heard about JD's love of D&D, I feel we know nothing about his epic adventures in the realm of the fantasy gaming world. Oh so my what god. Are your, what are your fondest D&D memories? Man. That's, uh... I mean, where does one begin? <laughs> well, go, but, just start on it. So, the, the beginning. So... This is like this should be a sidecast. This should be like a a one off for the Patreons. Ah, so do you want to do it at the same time as the Millennium yeah, absolute, Talk? Absolutely, ab- absolutely. It'll be that could uh, go hand I mean, in hand. I mean, Justin's already a Patreon or a Patreon, so he'll be good. He'll get it. And what what we could do is maybe next week we don't do an episode. Maybe we uh, just skip that episode forever. Yeah, we just want to talk about Lucien or yeah. Lucien. It'll be like so long, Mall. We're gonna talk about Chris Carter and D and D baby right. role D- play. D- games. Jared's D and D memories. Um, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, 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 I can give one away. I can, I can mention one. Mostly, it's like some of it's the bad experiences that stand mm. out at me because, of course, that's just how I remember some things. But one uh, negative memory that I think of is uh, I don't even know how old I was at the time. Probably still high school and uh, going over to uh, one of my older friends, his place, because he was like wanting to do a group. And it was kind of a hodgepodge of uh, personalities that came. People, mm-hmm. I don't think, other than the DM, I'm not really friends with at all. But mm-hmm. I, I was like, I just wanted to play D&D so bad. I just wanted to play and uh had to have it had to do it and there was this one guy who man i don't think i've met anyone that liked this person but there he was <laughs> and he was there with his wife at the time who definitely was one of those examples of like i don't think he treats her very nice kind of things <laughs> like you just can like tell like, mm. like mm, i don't think this relationship's long for the world saying this is like a in my mind is like a 16 year old um but this guy, he he liked to. He was a loose cannon, and uh, he he wanted to do like. There was like these magic paintings, and he was like, "Come on, guys, let's just go through this one." Even though there's eight, and he just went, and everyone else went, "No, no, we're good. We're not going to go do that." <laughs> and so he jumped through, and sure enough, he just got shot up with arrows, and he was dead because no no one else was going to follow. Like it's like, well. We can't can't do two campaigns with two different groups of people. One guy so he on just one side. Stopped? No, no, he, he he had to create a new character. But oh. <laughs> it's just like one of those things that I don't know. It's like this guy's like, "Why are you coming?" And I'm like, "It's like no." It's like no. <laughs> it's like come and save me. It's like no. Uh, <laughs> it was like one mm. of those things. That's that's one of the things that can happen. Is these personalities come through. And, mm. and you really learn about everybody this way. That's one of the negatives. There's lots of good things that come out of it, but that has nothing to do with dice or dragons. And I believe it was orcs, <laughs> orcs in the castle, just shooting arrows at this guy, whatever, whatever he was. And he was mm. mad. And I think in that same group, there was a, there was a, another one of these guys. He really wanted to play a chaotic evil minotaur. Like Bellator? Like Bellator. Um, oh, okay. But, but it's a minotaur. Yeah, but it's like well, when you when you're like level one, you're like I'm a I'm a minotaur. It's evil, <laughs> and when you come to the town or the village, they're going to kill you. The guards are just going to kill you. 
He's like, well, why? I mean, that's, what I, that's, what's my character. That's what I want to play. It's like, it's like, yeah, but you're a monster. <laughs> like realistically, they would just kill you. He's like, do you even speak common? No. It's like, what? It's like, what are you even doing in the group? It makes no sense. Mm. No sense at all. Pe- people, that's what's wrong. Well, Jared, my only question based on that is how do you, what do you feel? What are your opinions? Where do you side on the legalization of orcs? Whoa. Are you, are you for like, or? like allowing, allowing orcs in the town? Yeah, like legalize orcs. What do you Man, think? I got to leave that to the Burgermeister. <laughs> like the, like the, uh, Mc, 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 cheese. Well, he was a cheeseburger, but the yeah. Hamburglar was he's a thief. thief. Well, that's like a rogue class. He is kind of like a rogue no. class. No. Yeah. I mean, he is just a thief. He's not even a human being. He's just a thief. That's a good point. There you go. It's a very good point. Uh, sadly, I have nothing to contribute here since I've never played. Well, Justin, you, you've got a little D&D group at your, in your very own home. Now's the time. Now's the time. Mm-hmm. Now's the time. You, you just go go pick yourself up the uh, the Red Box D&D starter set or the mm-hmm. uh, Essential Kit, the starter set. Actually, I think it's the starter set that's actually quite good. It's got a good adventure in there, the Minds of Pendelvin Mine. Maybe watch a YouTube video to see how it actually kind of flows and plays. Get get those boys with some dice. You can get uh, mm-hmm. your, your your wife might be down with it too, and uh, you'll have you'll have yourself a a good old time. Go, How go good? Killing some kobolds or something. What's a kobold? Like the know. metal? Uh, no, not not kobold. Kobold. I heard kobold's the new thing. It's the new crypto. New crypto kobold. All yeah, the way kobold. up to, to the moon. To the moon. That's well, about hating your wife, right? <laughs> okay. Isn't that what, from the honeymoon? Or it's like, bam, uh, straight to the moon? Isn't that what people said? Good thing, character. I, I'm not... This is this is a character for a podcast, but I'm just talking about... I <clears> Just look up Bam Zoom. Look what it's about. I'm going to look. Bam Zoom. Well, Creeps, it's been a great run, but my reputation... As an every show emailer hangs in the balance. <gasps> will I bring myself to pull together a few more questions for your fine gents once again next week? I guess we will have to wait and see. <sighs> Yours and creeping. Big Russia boy. J Money Peterson. Go Bengals. Big Russia boy. I, it's always good to hear. Hey, I, I just, so I Googled Bam Zoom. Just those two words, Bam Zoom. And the third most common thing was Did Ralph Cramden yes. beat his wife? <laughs> says, true, Ralph Cramden of the Honeymovers never did hit his wife, Alice, but Jackie Gleason commonly punctuated episodes of the television show with a clenched fist and the threat, one of these days, Alice, pow, right in the kisser. He lost his post when a judge granted his wife a divorce. Uh, it gets a little bit sadder. <laughs> It gets a little bit sadder here for a while, but anyways. And then this is where the the laughs go home to die. Yeah, and then everyone goes on Wikipedia oh. controversies. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yeah, uh, I think there was like several weeks ago there was some talk about like Mark Wahlberg, which prompted me to go. I don't remember anything about Mark Wahlberg, and I went, oh, I think, uh, oh, oh dear. There's think, don't no don't even think just I think Andrea looked it up once when he was younger he uh he got into some racial things I think yeah it's how I'll describe that yeah everyone everyone's got the internet they're listening yeah. to this they can uh look it up if they you, want to you Google it not, sure yeah not a good look 
for one mark. Ah, few things are a good look, dude. Yeah, few things are. Yeah, but hey, we got yeah. one more email. This freak. is this one's like a yeah, freak is right. <laughs> uh, we got uh, kind of a mul- multiple factors because I actually emailed one Sam Sanchez because I, I saw a piece of news that I was very excited by that I had to just share it just in case somehow Sam missed it. But this was from the uh, Associated Press uh, news. Exclusive MLB players. God, no, get out of here. Your, your ad crap. MLB players stop drug testing during lockout. <laughs> so mm. to which I responded sanchez saying mm-hmm. baseball is going to get good again hashtag injection ah bringing back the uh <laughs> the steroids oh yeah <laughs> performance enhancement yeah hey i'm all for it man just let them all do it mm-hmm. you know what i mean i know that's not a, a new idea i know people have been saying that for a while it's like create the second olympics where everyone does steroids <laughs> Fucking and, and just see like we need two. We can't just have one. We gotta have two Olympics. And what's yeah. like? Guess which one will perform like a little better than yeah, the other? Just don't say what it is. It's like Olympics oh, Omega oh, and one, Olympics one will, have, uh, one will be the Delta. Con- one will be the control uh, group. RJ. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Actually, oh a guy gosh. I went to high school with is in the Olympics right now on the oh. bobsled team, man. Oh really? That's pretty cool. Well, ah, what I, is this thing you just sent me? Uh, this is a clip. Uh, you only have to watch the first thirty seconds. Yeah, I I did. I had my audio on for a second. Uh, so what's stable. happening? Uh, guys going down the ski hill. Yeah, moguls. Yeah, yeah. It looks good on the knees, man. It looks like it'd be real. Oh, <laughs> he had a little bit of a tumble. It happens, man. Keep watching. Oh shit! Is he knocked out cold? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, he made it through the finish line though. <laughs> That's good. The the the, the, cut. Oh, the, the cut to the audience. <laughs> the guy, the guy right in front of the audience is going concerned. Oh. Con- concerned. Okay, this clip. This is you can the- hear the sound. He's going. He's going. Oh. So this is horrible to laugh at because this is hor- horrifying. Yeah, that guy like, looks dead. Yeah. He, yes. Apparently he's okay. This is the reason I I had to send this to Sam because I I don't know if Sam's following the Olympics. I'm not. This was sure. this was brought to my attention by a fellow ghoul Lawrence, <laughs> who didn't know he's okay. But yeah, this poor guy, this guy like went up a little ramp and he got twisted up. He necked himself. It seems like or knocked like straight straight down, and he just kept sliding down those moguls like out cold. He is like his body is just limp and he's sliding down like a snake. Like his body is just like oh, it's like horrible. Because no one, because people were watching this, being like, "Is he dead?" Because then they cut to these people, because they're they're like, "Oh, we have to cut cut the footage away to some people in the crowd," which is like the oh. crowd. Yeah, one Sorry. man, one man, just <gasps> great, great times. This is is this why people mm-hmm. watch sports for for the, the spectacle? Well, oh, I mean, so you, bad. Some maybe, but you hope not, right? <laughs> Yes. So Sam Gross also responded. The reactions to that were pretty hilariously awkward. Yeah. I, and so thus we come to Sam's email. I guess I'll just piggyback on this for my email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. 
correction from last week when I mentioned RJ pick bad luck banging or loony porn. I guess I had yet another typo meant to put Romanian comedy drama and not romantic. Um, I, I pieced that together. Mm. I didn't need further input on that, I don't okay. think. Lastly, Jarrett told me to defend my rating for Scalpel, and all I can say is the disclaimer that I remember nothing about the movies I watch and cannot stand by any of my ratings. <laughs> good. That's good. That's honest. Um. Yeah. I mean, hey, we don't have to agree or disagree. As long as you're honest, that's what matters, man. Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. On that topic... My memory has been concerning me a bit. A few weeks ago, I was listening to, to a discussion about The Empty Man, and I thought to myself, why don't I remember a lot of what they were talking about? And I watched this just six months ago. I then looked at Letterboxd and realized it had only been like three or four weeks since I saw it. My question, is your memory as fucked as mine? In what way? Um, uh, it, it could be. Sam, it could be some of that some of that brain fog that we've all been mm. hearing about. I mean, yeah, the brain fog is real, but uh, I don't know. I I I always had a really really good memory for things, bizarre things too. Like you know, not like you know, people. It's like, oh, you know, useless stuff. It's like, no, it's useful. It's just not what you expected me to say. Um, you have pretty well, good recall. That. Yeah, I, I think so. But uh, I have been a little bit more forgetful lately. Maybe it's that brain fog, like you said. I don't know. I don't mean to be. Okay. But the other day, I I was doing something, and I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and when I, I said, I was supposed to do that three fucking weeks ago. Holy cow. And stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I would be curious to hear from other listeners uh, out there talking about their own uh, um, lack of – what they feel like is a lacking memory. If mm -hmm. it's encouraged, I mean, people are also probably very aware of it when they're like, well, I can't remember something. It happens a lot, but it might not be as much as they think they think it is. But I don't know. Uh, this is one of those things where you, you see these studies pop up. And I mean, these the, the studies don't necessarily mean a lot until there's a little bit more of them done. Uh, but when with those COVID uh, things going around, those COVIDs. You, uh, one of the things that when they're slicing open some people's heads and looking at their brains, they're finding these uh, signs of Alzheimer's, allegedly. <laughs> or yeah. what, sure looks like it, and you go, oh, everybody go out and get it, I guess. And mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It sounds like a plan. I mean, that's the plan now. They said, learn to live with it, is what our government said. They said, stop crying. <sighs> and then they used a different word. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it happens to all of us, man. We're this, all going to age. We're all going to die. Yeah. And then some people are fine. And then other other, yeah. other people. You know what the bummer is, though? The people who are fine are the people who's like, this thing's not a big deal. I don't I don't even wear a mask. I had it. I wasn't even sick at all. Those are the people fine. But the people who aren't fine are the ones that are like, I'm trying hard not to get it. I think it's not going to be good. And then they have, like, all these bad symptoms and <laughs> – you, you know what I mean? Well, you know what I mean, Drew? As the kids say, everything is terrible. Everything is terrible. Yeah. They know. They know what's up. They know what's up. They know what's up. Yeah. Oh, well. And on that bombshell. Yeah. Um. Thanks for the emails. 
Oh, yes. M- much love, everyone. Much love. Would you say, Jarrett, much love? Yeah. What do you mean by that? RJ, what you been creeping on this week? Uh, nothing. Uh, I've actually, so I'm, it's like I said, I'm trying to get done Metal Gear yeah. by the end of the month. Yep. Not rushing. I enjoy it, but uh, I am trying to get through it because I want to pack it up and have it packed um in a way so because the ps3 i don't use it for anything else i just use it for metal gear and it kind of takes up a lot of space you know what i mean yeah it's my metal gear machine um i mean that's that's been pretty good i had a couple snags this week the, there's a uh, the base base designer stuff that i had to catch up on and that was kind of a bummer but i got past it i got past it and uh i've been watching some enterprise jared I've been making some headway on Enterprise, but I'm not, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. It's not ready. It's not there yet. It's not there yet. That's fair. Yeah. And you? You watched things? You've seen things or no? Well, I mean, uh, I did play a little D&D, <laughs> which is not movies, so it doesn't count. That's fine. No. Did you um, not watch anything this week? No, I watched... Uh, well... What did I watch? What's there to discuss here? Uh, so I watched a future creep, kind of. And what? Was, Why uh, would you do that? I don't know, because it's going to be like 15 years till we watch it. And it was oh, on the okay. channel. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to watch it. Uh, Throwdown, the Johnny Toe movie. Can't say I was super uh, impressed, though, I must say. Felt like some mm-hmm. real like Nicholas Winenreffen type of thing. And I was like, I, I want a little bit more from this. And I kind of zoned out. Um, yeah. Massage Parlor Murders, uh, an, an older Vinegar Syndrome that I bought some like a year or two ago and I just had never watched. I threw that on, which is exactly the type of movie it is that you can zone right out to. Ooh. And once in a while, you're, you get a, it's, you're like, what is going on? It kind of reminds me of like a Herschel Gordon Lewis movie. Mm-hmm. It, not very good, but it, pa- yeah. it, it was something to do <laughs> that was harmless in the background. Is that what you would call a magazine movie? No. Potentially? No. Magazine, no. Magazines cost way too much money. You gotta, well, I, you gotta, I mean, you... not if you get them from the like the waiting room of like a dentist. Oh, boy. R- ridden. Ridden with disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're free, Jarrett. They are free. They're free. <laughs> you can get yourself the Alberta report. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah What's well, new in Alberta? They... And it just says nothing good. Oh, yeah, well, you don't see. Oh, naive RJ. If only you remembered the Alberta report. Yeah, that's your dad. He'll tell you all about it. So it uh, does it potentially have the Alberta advantage in any way? Oh, da- absolutely. It would have been discussed. It's got that in there. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it would be talking okay. about the uh, the the slow uh, corrosion of uh, of Western society. Is uh, and, and does have, Ralph Klein um, have any? How, how uh, that? oil and cre- oh, I'm sure it would. Um, the big fans. Nothing that a little oil and Christianity can't help. I mean, are they wrong? I don't know. Time will tell. Hey, RG, have you ever heard of Adam Curtis? I, I think so. Okay. I think, once uh, or twice. Yeah, he's a, he's a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He, he makes some interesting documentaries. You, sh- you should check him out sometime. Um, yeah. I revisited uh, The Trap. What happened to our dream of freedom um, over the weekend? What happened to it? Damn, I mean, it's these, it's, it's the politicians. They just, uh, they uh, decided, hey, game theory, that's something. Market, market democracy targets. That's a way to 
solve all the decision making we ever need to stress about because people are lonely robots robots even what do you mean by robots robots we're just uh we're just genes according to some uh we're all just vying vying for order and uh Mm -hmm. and defend and just reproducing and uh money Mm-hmm. <laughs> resources i don't know uh it's it's interesting uh it's it, it takes a nice look at that post uh, post collapse of the berlin wall collapse of the ussr um and kind of gives it context that i don't think we get very much anymore because this is this documentary came out in 2007 and a lot of it is it about how everything's kind of being left to ride on the economy that Bill Clinton sort of just like let go, let, let go, unleashed it, and say let's just this is what's best for everybody. And in 2007, you have a guy in there saying, "Yeah, I don't think this is going to end great." And then one year later, uh, you had a financial crisis. Uh, what kind? Uh, a, a collapse. A collapsing crisis. It's it was it was very fine. You should watch The Big Short, RJ. Learn all I'm, about it. It's got <laughs> Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell, and like with wigs and prosthetics. I'm sure. I'm just I'm not interested in it. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's, it's wicked." It's got Margot Robbie in a bathtub playing herself, and I'm like, I'm not interested. You know what I mean? Wow. I'm not interested. I don't care that much about it. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, as as I will continue to advocate that people check out Adam Curtis. It's a yeah. very, very different way of uh, uh, consuming information. Yeah, it's so because it's very his aesthetic is pleasing, and the, the trap in particular has a lot, a lot of John Carpenter riffs. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, and yeah, actually, Power of Nightmares has a lot of Halloween. The trap has a lot of Assault on Precinct Thirteen, which is that's cool, a sweet beat, and some uh, Brian Eno. Uh. You know that's Canadian. You know? <laughs> he can be. Sure. Sure. But yeah, honestly. Yeah, I know damn, is that all I really that's all I really yeah, got you to watch? watch? Well, I mean you you were putting down some heavy movies for a while. It's okay to take a break for a bit. Yep. If you want. You can watch uh T V shows. T V T V shows? You can watch some T V shows. Dang old man. When are you gonna start watching Enterprise? Uh not not going to. Well, you yeah. might have to. Is it the best trek? No. Find out soon. <laughs> no, it's not. Find out soon, Jared. No. Who knows? My opinions are locked up until the Patreon episode. <laughs> Find out soon. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. We all we all can't wait for that and the 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 D and D episode. Yes. No. Yeah. Coming. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I think that's okay. You didn't have to watch movies. It's still two hours somehow. We've been talking, so. Yeah, that's true. Hour and a half that we've actually yeah. been episoding. Yes, yes. Yeah, not bad. That's uh, all right. Well, yeah, let's leave that at that. Hey, got any news, RJ? How to with John Wilson's coming back, baby. Heck yeah. I saw today Futurama's coming back, too. Sometimes but, dead is better. I yeah, don't know. That's that's less good. Yeah, but how to? It's uh, surprising everyone because you, me, Sugarhead, friend of the show Ryan Nagel, 
the way season two ended, we were all kind of like, this might be it. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it's coming back, but uh, very exciting. Very exciting. I think that's all my news. I think. Saw a lot of reports today. People are still talking about that Spider-Man No Way Home. And it's like, I only did it because it looked like it was the greatest show ever made. And it was so personal and it uh, so ambitious. And it's just like, man, movie guys don't have anything else to say, hey? When they're promoting stuff. I guess, I, which rem- which reminds me, I guess we could talk about the Oscar nomination. I mean, we can. Best want. Picture 2020. I, I, I'm actually, uh, maybe because uh, Justin was in a rush to get this email through, it, it slipped his mind. Yeah. That's, that's one of, I mean, or maybe he asks us later when it comes closer to the actual, uh, the week of. Yeah. Be. So, um, RJ, are you aware of what the Best Picture nominees are? I glanced at it. I recognized most. There was two or three I didn't. I looked up what they were, and I went, yeah. So I, I saw, I saw, but you okay. can remind me. All right. So first of all, first of all, we have the return of Guillermo del Toro yes, into the do. Oscar scene with Nightmare Alley. Has have you ever heard anyone talk about that movie? It came out like what four weeks ago. It came out in early December, but it it, it kind of was ill fated because it came out yeah. the same weekend as Spider Man did, and oh, like okay. nobody went to it. Yeah. But I've not I haven't heard anyone ever actually say, Oh, this is best picture material. That's crazy. Do you think that's just a gimme? They're like, We need someone else in here and they're like, Ah, well, Guillermo it, won it before I mean, or whatever. It's a pretty split list because I mean there's ten no- this is like the maximum number of uh nominees, nominees. they can have, which is ten. They, and they very rarely hit ten. Yeah, the last couple of years it's like eight, nine. So we have Don't Look Up. <laughs> By all accounts, that's a great pick, yeah. eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it seems like Letterboxd uh, really doesn't like this movie at all or, yeah. or something. Um, Dune. And, I mean, that, that, that that's, seems whatever. Yeah. Uh, Fucking Dune. Drive My Car, which I, I think- don't. I think it's Japanese or something. Yeah, I don't know what that is, honestly. Teru Hisha Yamamoto. Well, the director sounds Japanese. Well, that's what I I don't want to make assumptions, but when I saw the thing, I was like, I think this is a Japanese movie. Uh, Belfast? Yeah, that's Kenneth Branagh, right? It is. Yeah. Hot off of Tenet. Yes. I read the description and I went, I'm okay not watching Kenneth Branagh movies. Licorice Pizza. That's cool. It's not going to win, but it's cool. I, I, I wish I could see it. I wish we could see it, too. Power of the Dog, I've seen. Yeah, and people say that's the front run. That, that, that is surprising. Yeah. It's a Netflix film, Jared. Could be Netflix's so, first so, best so, picture. So isn't Don't Look Up also a Netflix movie? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. But I thought... Wait, didn't Roma win? Wait, am I? Wait, what did happened? Roma actually win I, Best I, Picture? I can't remember. Fuck, I don't remember either. Okay, maybe maybe I was just wrong. Maybe Roma did win. I don't. I don't fucking remember. I, I, I don't remember. I just remember not actually liking Roma that much. I was like, this movie is fine. Uh, but I want you. To oh no no no! Okay. Scale. Uh no, it's because Green Book won. <laughs> That's uh, uh yes. Green Book's better than Roma. 
Yeah. Net, yeah. Netflix's Roma made history with its Oscar wins despite losing Best Picture to Pit Green Book. Okay, I'll, that's I'll that's why I was Green wondering because like, I saw people saying that I went, well, didn't Roma win? Like in my head, like Roma won, yeah. but and I it was just, just the like, buzz. whatever. But I'm like, oh yeah, Green Book won. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, good. That's, I like that, it. That, that's another uh, a Patreon goal right there. The uh, reenactment mm-hmm. of Green Book. West Side Story. Uh, I've heard good things. I've heard it's good. But, yeah, I've heard it's uh, good. But I don't again, care about I, but these everyone's people like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I just How, don't. Care what about, about King Richard? Who? Oh, the uh, tennis movie. I that's actually one I'd actually be interested in. Is that? Wait. That's Will Smith. What? <laughs> it's Big Willie. What's it's about f- uh, Serena and Williams' uh, dad. Okay. Yeah, and he got nominated too. Like that's one I, I'd actually. Whenever it hits Netflix or whatever, yeah. I would actually check it out there. I, but. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's interesting because I know there was like that one clip with uh, the Williams's dad where he's like, I think he's there while she's being interviewed by one of these mm-hmm. journalists, and he just like rips a strip out of this guy. I remember that one. Because <laughs> yeah, yep. it's pretty good. Yeah, it's some good, good, good dad stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a out of what you've named. That's the only one that I'd be interested in watching. Well, okay. Let's see here. I mean, I, I'll, I'll watch whatever wins. I've, yeah. I've only seen. No, that's not true. You'd watch Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I'd watch y- Licorice y- Pizza. Y- y- and I will watch Guillermo del Toro's movie eventually. Whenever, but I'm not no, rushing out to it. No, I would and, watch. I, I I don't I don't know drive my car at all. Uh, yeah, Belfast seems very Oscar-y, but I mean, sometimes those are good movies. Sometimes yeah. you wind up watching them, go, "Oh, it's pretty good, pretty good show, RJ." Yeah. But good show. Um, there's one or two more, isn't there? And Coda, that's it. Yeah, and the Coda was the one too. It's Child of Death, Adults or whatever. I was kind of like coming hmm. of age. Seems like uh, this death thing has uh, been popular in the last year or two. Yeah, not there's anything wrong with that. It's just yes. it's a weird yes. thing that they. Continued to be doing, you know. Excellent. Uh, any other Oscar picks? Or nah, there? nah, no, yeah. It'll happen, and then yeah. we'll move on to the next year. Saw Jimmy Kimmel's hosting again, and I went, I don't care. <laughs> Just I like the I, Oscars. I, I, I don't know if I'd be able to pick him out of a police lineup. Well, I mean, he's done it before, but like. Last year, they didn't... I didn't even watch last year, but last year, they didn't have a host. They just had people come out, and everyone was kind of saying, it was like, well, this is how it should just be every year. We don't need a fucking host. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Last year, I really turned on the Oscars, and I, I just don't care. I don't care about celebrities, Jarrett. Eat the rich. Fuck them. That's what I say. Om nom nom. You know? Mm-hmm. Just don't care about celebrities. Yeah. Don't care. Anyways, or Anyways. movies for that matter. Well, unfortunately, we do a movie podcast. No, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Do we really? I guess. Uh, oh, so shit. I guess we'll get to that bit, I suppose. That bit of business. Mm-hmm. We're just blasting along here. That's okay. That's fine. After the break. Um. We are going to measure ourselves. What? 
tennis épinard Non, qu'est-ce que c'est Tu vas voir. C'est un sport d'adresse. Hein Qu'est-ce qui te prend J'ai une surprise pour vous. Oh, un dieu, la belle femme. T'as d'où sorti, toi À 20 heures, toujours pour nos jeunes amis, et peut-être aussi pour les grands. Et la jeunesse, qu'est-ce qu'elle pense de tout ça, la jeunesse Est-ce que je peux retourner en gymnastique, mon père Une question que je voulais te poser depuis longtemps. Est-ce que papa est vraiment mon père And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight, we begin our dive, RJ, into three films by Louis Mal. Mm. First Who? up, Louis Mal. Okay. Murmur of the Heart from 1971. The tagline for this film, RJ. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A souffle of a movie. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. There is. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a souffle in this movie That's at like, any that, point? That, that is actually, the, I think the French title is something like that. I don't know. But, <laughs> it's like I mean, it's really stupid. Um, it's it's funny. It's very stupid. But, like, there's no soufflés in this movie. I don't think. And even, like, uh, off even a meta- metaphorical <laughs> souffle, I don't it's, think, is really, like. It's between the scenes. Oh, my God. Because uh, the, fr- the French title is... L- Le souffle au cœur. Le souffle au cœur? Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Oui. 
the synopsis for this film, RJ. This uh, yeah. loosely plotted coming-of-age tale follows the life of 15-year-old Laurent Chevalier as he stumbles his way over the burgeoning swell of adolescence in 1950s France. After having his first mm. sexual experience with a prostitute and dodging the lips of a priest, Cavalier uh, contracts a case of scarlet fever. When the fever leaves him with a heart murmur, uh, Laurent is placed in a sanatorium along with his overattentive and adulterous mother. Oh my god. Is that what it's called? Is a sanatorium? Uh, I guess. I, I have questions about this facility that he goes to, this yeah. wellness facility. Yeah. I have I have some questions, but yeah, a little, little bougie, like kind of like um, it felt like he's a hotel. I mean, yeah, it's just like the actual operation things don't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, like uh, getting, I, getting hosed off. Uh, that one I get. The one yeah. that I don't understand is like that receptionist where they everyone goes and just takes like a shot of some liquid, and it's like people are lining up. That's for mineral. It. That's like mineral spirits, I think. Is that, is that yeah. all it is? Yeah, it's kind of like um, you know, in Eight and a Half, where um, oh like yeah, yeah, it's one of the, it's that type of deal. It's very continental. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I mean I guess that makes sense. I um. I know people are going to be like, well, you don't know about mineral water. It no. is the finest. It's like, no, we just, it's the water. We just drink the water. We here. drink the water <laughs> straight from the, straight from the Rockies. Straight from the rocks. You got to squeeze the rock out. You got to wring it out for the water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that's right. So this film, RJ, I, uh, yeah. I've never seen any of these three uh, Louis Marl movies that we'll be watching over the next little while. Okay. I do actually, I have the box set though, but who needs box sets and physical media when it's all readily available on the Criterion channel? Uh, I mean, for now, for now, until one day they snap it away, but conveniently here it is. Um, mm-hmm. And it might even be the, the Blu-ray version, even better than my old DVDs. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what do you know about Louis Mal, RJ? What what don't I know? What do, I I think I'm one of the forefront mall scholars. Heads. Yeah, yeah, the mall heads. Uh, Louis Manuel was a uh, Canadian. Lou, Louis Manuel. Louis Manuel <laughs> okay. was a uh, Canadian-born filmmaker. Uh, he had such hits as Chicken Run, um, the Mel Gibson film, and uh, Any Which Way But Loose. Which you know, rampant animal abuse in that one. Okay, but uh, he really hit it big with um his uh, stocks in uh, sugarcane and that's what funded a lot of his filmmaking wow so uh you should make a, so you know. uh, are you gonna upload your powerpoint presentation later to the patreon for people to download yeah there's gonna be uh, an episode of the truth cast on uh the patreon later where uh, i i un i unpack the reality of these criterion mm-hmm. you're my alumni, well, you, alumnus you're my expert well, I mean, that's why I'm here. That's why you're here. I'm telling the hard facts that people don't want to know. <laughs> it's just about the idea. It's just getting ideas out there. So, uh, let me. I've actually seen seven films uh, by uh, the big the the big man uh, because well, his big movie, and I saw this ages ago. And one day we'll be watching it uh, for the show. My dinner with Andre. Mm-hmm. I've also seen the Fire Within, which is about an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also Criterion. Black Moon, which is sort of his magic realist film, RJ, oh, uh, wow. which is also Criterion. Spirits of the Dead, he directs a segment of that, which is also the Euro kind of ghost anthology that also houses Toby, Toby, damn it. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He also was involved with the Silent World, which uh, he did with uh, Old Coast Costo, uh, which mm-hmm. I, we, mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of when we were doing uh, Life Aquatic and Crackers from 1984, the uh, comedy heist movie. Is that the Animal Crackers? Just just regular old Crackers, which is sort mm-hmm. of a. Um, remake of big deal in madonna street oh we didn't watch that at uh, I, when I, we well, watched big deal on madonna street did we i did you did and welcome to collinwood oh yeah um where were you i'm never here dude. you, you weren't I, well i know where you weren't you weren't bringing your a game uh, I'm too busy doing the things that people actually care about, which but, is talking about Chris Carter features. Buddy, and buddy, this is this is Wednesday night. This is game day. Is game day? No, for some. For some. So let's talk about game day here. Murmur of the heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is set in Dijon, a very fine mustard indeed. 1954, a very good vintage. And uh, we opens up on a street scene of a couple of boys with short pants walking around, and they're hitting up strangers for donations for the Indochina War. RJ, what can you tell me about the Indochina War? Well, a lot of it stemmed from sugarcane traffickers, uh, which then led into a lot of uh, French-Canadian filmmakers uh, and, like, the focus of their documentaries and a lot of their funding, for that matter. So do you know about sugarcane, Jared? Because in Indochina, it's quite big. Yeah? Do you know know where Vietnam is? (laughs) I know it's not in Canada. Okay. And... uh, I've had a Vietnamese sub, and I'm 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 a pretty big fan of those. You like, they're do you they're like, quite do, good. Do you like spring rolls, which are like baby subs? I do like spring rolls, but uh, if I was between a Vietnamese sub and a spring roll, I'm gonna take the sub. What do you got? The, That's another if... thing I put sriracha on, actually. Oh, there you go. They're here. You're here to hear here first, folks. Yeah, yeah. Sausage. So, uh... So that's what I know. Did you know Vietnam has a French influence on their cuisine? Uh, why would that be, RJ? Uh, I think because of an occupation of some sort. Uh, a, a colonization. And yeah. RJ, can you imagine what the Indochina War was? Uh, <laughs> I, I think there's an Anthony Bourdain episode on that. I, uh, there you go. Which yeah. one? Also, one has one has one says which Indochina War? Because there is at least two. So the, the the big one. The the yeah the first one yeah because yeah, there's Indochina Wars. Um, let's see here. Actually, oh damn! Look at that. We got. Three Indochina Wars, uh, which are, you know, another word for the Vietnam War, uh, partly. The, the first Indochina War was the one specifically with France. And then we proceeded from that point on. Uh, we have some Cambodia-Vietnamese Wars, some Sino-Vietnamese Wars, insurgency in Laos, you know, mm. all all the favorites. Oh, so, I know all about it. Anyway, RJ. Anyway, that's what these kids are collecting for, the Red Cross uh, did, uh, yeah. did you get since they were just like going to keep that money? It seemed like there was like a threat of it. There's a lot of threat though in this film. Mm-hmm. A lot of threat. There's a lot a, of implication. A lot of implication. Like in yeah. a way that very few films we've watched have had this level of implication. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am aware. How, I am aware. W- what do you know about Charlie Parker? I know. Um, you like his music? I know nothing. About Charlie Parker, he was a uh, he was a jazz man. 
Jasmine? Yard, Yardbird, buddy. Oh, Sa- I know about Yardbird. Saxophonist. There's a lot of jazz in this chair. You know, highly, um, highly influential soloist and leading yeah. figure in the development of bebop. Yeah, and uh, he he came up with that one tune. You know, the one, the real catchy one, the uh, that was his. That was his, which is cool. Well, our our, our protagonist, uh, Laurent, he's a big Charlie Parker fan. So yeah. much. That he even steals himself a little record of his from the real, local record shop. Mm, yes, yes, he does. He does. Well, not great, not not a great move. But he's, but it's about the love of the music, a little bit of shoplifting. Uh, yeah. So my first <laughs> note here, because there's not much of a plot as alluded to in the uh, the, the synopsis. Uh, yeah. th- this kid's fucking brothers. Holy shit! These these dudes are these the kind of guys you'd want to hang out with. Oh boy, yeah, pissing in sinks, stealing from their mom right off the hop. Mm-hmm. These what oh, else do they do, Jared? Oh, we'll get. Well, they also uh, essentially sexually assault the help a little bit, just but they're having fun. <laughs> boys will be boys, Jared. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This this is uh, some real boys are being boys, and I'm kind of like. What's uh, Louis Mal saying about all this? This is just like, oh, this is coming of age. It's a good question. What is he saying about this whole movie? Curious indeed. So anyway, yeah. uh-huh. so this so this young yes young kid, Laurent, he's the he's the smart kid, I guess, of the brothers. Yeah, um, he is the apple of the eye of his mother. Sure is. Uh, his, so his mom, uh, she's a younger woman who's who's birthed these three kids. And her husband is a gynecologist who's uh what's that? Who's who's uh look looks at ladies underparts, RJ. You know you know what I mean, RJ? To what end? Uh make sure it's all good down there. Oh, okay. It, it's all it all checks out. Yep. Sounds yeah. good. It's, it's a it's a noble, noble endeavor. Um okay. and he does it right out of the family house, the home. The very nice mm-hmm. spread they've got. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm on board with that. You're on board with that? Excellent. I'm glad. I'm glad. So, yeah, the father, uh, gynecologist, and he's got these three shit sons. And uh, also, it turns out, uh, we find out pretty soon that uh, his wife is uh, got a, a side piece going on. She's She's got a dude that mm-hmm. she uh, meets up with and takes off in a car every once in a while. And they... Go do things together. I guess we never, we barely ever see this guy, and you hear him, and you kind of see this figure driving a car. That's about it. So, um, yeah. So when these the, the older brothers they're stealing money from mom, uh, it's Laurent, of course, who jumps to her rescue to help get the money back. Um, and of the the brothers after dinner, they mm-hmm. uh, they decide to uh, they, they they dress up. Or one of them dresses up as in women's clothing, and they proceed to t- tickle pat t- stuff to Lorenz. Well, they do that. They kind of rough him around. And then, then the conversation about penis size comes up, and they just start whipping out their dicks off camera. Uh, yeah. yeah, we don't see any peen on the screen. Uh, okay. Peen screen. There you go. That's good. You ever been there? 
in that situation? I don't know. I didn't have brothers, RJ. Can you speak to well, this? Well, I mean, is, is some, this, sometimes is... your friends are more your brothers than your brothers are. Okay, you know so, I mean? so right. do you have any any friends that you're like you're like brothers with, Jarrett? Uh, not not as seen in Murmur of the Heart. <laughs> You know those dudes that you, like, you and a couple of the boys, you know, Lawrence and Corey, you guys are all wearing fedoras together. You're having a cigarette, watching Cassavetes. And was any of you just kind of like, yo, let's measure them. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. But, like, also in the face of the others, like, where they're, where they're kind of, like, sitting down. Well, you got to go and, end to end. Well, you, and you're I just believe. flopping it out. And then, of yeah. course, uh, they get the ruler. To fig to you know yeah. make sure it's all uh, squares up, and then this is when uh, the family like housekeeper Help. comes along. She's like, "What are you nasty boys doing?" And they start humping her, uh, you know, playfully. And it's like, "What the fuck?" What did you say they did to her, Jared? They're humping. They're humping her. Yeah, there's some. Uh, there's some pushing. There's some uh, bending. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's all like this. Oh, what a couple well, Jared, laughs. Boys, boys will be boys, Jarrett. You know? <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, I guess, uh, I mean, this is a frank depiction of uh, how shitty these type of people are. It's not mm-hmm. glo- It's not sugarcoating things. Um, mm-hmm. so, no sugar head on that one. No sugar head on. Well, I don't know. I don't know what his upbringing is like. Well... Yeah, so that's swell. Sure. Swell. So we transition to the next day. And uh, kids run, uh, Lawrence running late for school. He is a choir boy at his Catholic church. And I'm sure, mm-hmm. RJ, you got real excited here. You're like, yes. Yeah. I said, hey, is that some Catholic guilt on display here? Is that what we're mm-hmm. in, in store for? And uh, there was a bit. Mm-hmm. There was a bit. Yep. Could have used a little more, but there was a bit. Just a touch. And then yep. uh, he goes and plays a little bit of smoke hooky. He goes and goes, goes uh, has a couple of darts. A couple darts. A couple mm-hmm. darts uh, with, with a younger kid. And yep. while doing so, he catches his mom 400 blows style. She's at, she's up playing a little hooky too. Yeah. And there's that, uh, it's like that always sunny thing when Mac and uh, no, it's not like that because that's affectionate. I was gonna say when Mac and Charlie look at each other, but that's because they want to be with each other, but they can't. But this one, she's kind of shameful, mm. or not even shameful. You know, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So in the, he he has like one of uh, Lauren has one of his first little, little uh, hissy fits, little yeah. r- little rage outs where he takes out his madness, uh, or sorry, his frustration out on other help and other people very cruelly um he comes in there's like this woman that like cooks in the kitchen who's like making cream puffs and he's broken bush maybe yeah and he's just like shoving up your ass and she's like how rude and then she's like you shouldn't talk to me like that and he he goes to put the milk back in the fridge and it just like he just drops it on the floor yeah you're gonna be busy cleaning that up and i'm just like fuck this kid like this kid sucks. <laughs> he's, he's he's yeah. What a piece of crap. So he's not, he's not super cool. He barges in on his dad while he's at work, and we catch a line where he's saying, "One has to be a saint in this profession." <laughs> what does that mean, Wait, RJ? What you, what's the implication? I, I, there? I, I asked you first, RJ. What's the implication there? I think the implication is that he might do something if left to his own devices, like, like go to town. 
like go into town, pick up some baguettes and butter. I'm not sure which town you mean. I'm talking the village, you know, in the in the village, you know. Well, it takes a village. Yeah, it takes a village. To Quote raise, Hillary to, Clinton to, to raise a shitty kid named Laurent yes. and his. Oh, so this movie is also I think classified on uh, Wikipedia as a comedy drama or something like that, right? And I'm like, uh, where's where's the big laughs? <laughs> what am I? What are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> I could see this movie classified a few ways, Jared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, so dad's pissed. Like, what the fuck are you doing in my office? You, mm-hmm. You're breaking up my groove here. Um, like, yeah. Oh, and then, so what does he do after that? After he gets kicked out, he goes and he, he goes and grabs a book uh, called "I Spit on Your Graves." I looked up the translation of it. That's uh, what it's actually called. Yeah. He he, uh, he he. There's this kitten. There's this real adorable kitten, RJ, in this movie. Uh, it's very, very kind. And he, he takes that cat, he kind of like throws it between his thighs, and then he unbuckles his belt, and uh, he just starts uh, tugging one out. <clears throat> and <laughs> it's like, what? Is... <laughs> no. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his brothers know, and they're like, making fun of him because he because yeah. they know it's like oh he closed this door and he locked it and he's playing a record loud that's that means he's jerking off and i'm like yeah. oh i'm like oh good louis mall mike the maestro the maestro is, is all, he called the maestro it's, it's in all, some settings he is now it's so artfully done so okay oh i will say this movie is very nice looking um, when I was like kind of, uh, kind of going through this for screenshots and stuff like that, and even watching, I was like, this is a very attractive looking movie. Uh, like the clothes look good. The colors are like, uh, really well, uh, uh, curated and chosen like his blue shirts, his brown slacks, really cool. Like, nice looking shoes. Was it 1954? Was it 1971 where, where clothes fit people properly? It wasn't, it wasn't in the world of schlumpiness that we live in now. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's a very it's a very well made movie, uh, in terms of just like on a technical level. But let's talk about what goes down in this movie. What does go down in this well, movie? Well, well, next up we get introduced to Father Henry. Uh, yes, we do. He's got a, a hands on approach to uh, Catholicism. Well, when he's getting called to the office, a lot of the boys do some cat calling. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It, you know, he, he this guy kind of reminds me of some some uh, politicians that we've got uh, a little bit. Just, uh, just like yeah, because that's so. I don't know. Did, you, you recognize the actor, right? Uh, Michael Lonsdale. Um, I did, but I I, I didn't. Look, I couldn't so, remember why. So he is in Phantom of Liberty, and he was also uh, he, showed, yeah. he showed up in Stolen Kisses. Was and, he the guy with the ass out in Phantom Liberty? I, yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. that was him. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's been uh, and, and he's and uh, he's in Munich. 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 Like Spielberg's Munich. That's right. As what is he Daniel Craig in that? I don't believe so. Oh, he he, he wasn't quite ready for that. Uh, maybe next time. But he shows up and stuff. He's mm-hmm. he's he's good. And here, um, yes, he's he you know he's he wants the boy to confess his sins and talking about masturbating with his brothers which we didn't we didn't get to see that one uh, on camera and he's like you, yeah. got, you gotta save yourself for your wife you want to be pure for her don't you when you get married 
but then he like takes a as I wrote my note here, Father Henry thigh inspector. <laughs> where he's just like, oh, it's just like uh good old Catholic priests. We we didn't know. We had no mm-hmm. idea what they what, what they'd been up to all these years. Where he's look sitting there looking down. Ah, how look at look at look at those muscles. Ah, I bet you I can't even get both hands around that thigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, can I go to the gym now? <sighs> okay. What what I'd say about that though is you know this Mo- Mo- Louis Mayel guy uh he uh he's saying a lot of stuff about males in general it seems like all the males are just insatiable in this catholic mm-hmm. protestant hell there could be even something else in there too who's to say who's the same uh so the 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 kids are kind of left to their own devices one night with the again the poor uh like the maid like uh she's left to kind of like serve them food and stuff like that they start playing spinach tennis what's that where you just take gobs of spinach and throw it at one another but you're using the mm-hmm. plate to catch the gob um until it escalates and hits the wall and then they giggle about it because you know who's cleaning that up mm-hmm. very considerate uh what did i write here i really fucking hate these brothers more than most characters in the movies we've watched uh, yeah, they're bad dudes. I'm, I'm not sure if some people think these guys ruled back in 1971. Or, oh, or, you know there's people today who think these guys rule. Uh, or maybe boys are just gross. Boys are gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Insatiable, yeah. these boys. Yeah, they're gross. Uh, and then we got a kind of a hooligan friends come over. Mm-hmm. A bunch of the girls come over. They're going to a little, like have a little bit of drinking, a little bit of dancing while their parents are out to at a movie. Um, there's also this thing that's set up where one of these guys has made a forged painting or found a forgery of a painting that they have in the family house that is a, a corot and it's supposed to be worth a lot of money. So they're like, we're just going to take the real one and put in this fake one. And at the time, I was like, Where's this going? <laughs> like, what's this kid going to do with this, like, painting worth so much money and, like, sell it? Uh, that seems like a, kind of a, a big overstep. But it does pay off later. Does it? I guess. Um, and then there's some makeout sessions with the kids going mm-hmm. on. Uh, oh, and there's some more assaulting the help. I made a note of that. I think they, like, hit her. They're just, like, again, humping and hitting her. And you're like... What's wrong? Like, what, yeah. what is wrong with this? Is like, I don't know. I'm like, man, because this is like semi autobiographical, as uh, mm-hmm. Louis Mall says. It's like, is this what he grew up with? And I mean, like, I think what he grew up with, I think if any part of this movie is semi biographical, there's a lot of problems we need to talk to Louis Mall well, the Not the ending, RJ. How do you know, though? That's what he says. So, well, yeah, but we're getting there. We'll get there. Oh, and then the boys go to the whorehouse. Yeah, they no. uh, they want to send their brother on a good time. Yeah, they wanna they wanna pop his cherry, and they Excuse find a, they find a nice a nice a nice girl to do so, mm-hmm. uh, but not before they interrupt it, um, before it can be completed. RJ. Uh, yeah, and I thought that was pretty rude, pretty inconsiderate. These these, these guys. Yeah, even that lady was like, she was like, Mm-mm. I mean, she, yeah. I think that's the first time like one of these like 
turds got like smacked across the face. So yeah, that, that was something. Um, and then we things transition over to, to the Moonrise Kingdom camp, where it's like mm-hmm. ca- Catholic uh, campfire songs. And you wonder, what's this Father Henry doing out here with these boys? What did he do? Nothing. Nothing at all. Just good old camping, right? But then, Lorenz starts getting sick. He's got the scarlet fever. and because you know Can you tell me more about scarlet fever? I, I don't know, RJ. I mean, I feel like you might have more of a background in it than I do. Uh, I actually... There was someone I met, like, um, recently, like, within a year or something, that got scarlet fever... And I didn't. I don't. I don't actually know anything about it. But I heard that, and I was like, "You got scarlet fever?" And they're like, "Yeah, I did, like a year ago." And I was like, "What?" Well, scarlet fever is an illness that can happen in kids who also have strep throat or strep skin infections. The strep bacteria make a toxin that causes a bright red, bumpy rash. The rash spreads over most of the body and is what gives scarlet fever its name. Mm-hmm. So it's a bacterial infection, but not only that, RJ. This mm-hmm. kid, as a complication of it, he winds up with a murmur of the heart. What is that? Why this movie is called that, Jarrett? Uh, I guess. I mean, and then so now the kid's got to like hang out in bed for like a month and put a mm-hmm. ice pack on his chest and then it's recommended that you know the, the 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 young wife she can take her son off to this sanatorium this this real mm-hmm. fancy little place and recover properly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah he hangs out is um kind of sad bastarding around for a bit moping about and then uh his, but his mom plays some songs for him she busts out the old guitar mm-hmm. uh, and then they're off Oh, this is sorry. I missed the bit though. Uh, so we do get the payoff to the painting swap because they're having dinner downstairs, and uh, some like aunt and uncle or friends of the father's is over, and they're like, "Look at this beautiful painting." Oh, this is one of the shit brothers. Uh, oh, look at this, isn't it great? It's like, oh, I think there's a little bit of something on the top of it. And starts like taking a knife to the surface of it. And they're like, "What are you doing? Leave that alone." <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, I don't like this thing at all. And starts to stab and slash at it. And, of course, everyone, people who know start laughing. And the people who don't know are losing their minds. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did you do? I sat there and went, oh, okay. And then they'll, right. get their, they'll get their painting back. And now you know the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we go off to heal up at the Rich People Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a, a nice uh, bougie uh, hose down mm-hmm. as part of the uh, the treatment, and yeah, like the second. So this is like the second half of the movie now. Uh, yeah, it's about an hour in, and we get uh, what it, it feels kind of like an Italian, like seventies Italian giallo, or like a, or a slasher at a tennis camp. And I realized as I thought that I'm like, this would be such a better movie. That would be pretty cool, actually. It would be sweet. If that were the way, if that was the way it had wind, call it infinite jest. Oh, is that what the, the fine details on that one is? Mm-hmm. Potentially, potentially. Mm. Uh, so yeah, there's been a, there's been these seeds kind of being planted along uh, 
in the the blocking and sort of scenes between the mother and Laurent, uh, where they're they're very professional, uh, tender with one another, un- oh, okay. un- unusually close with one another. Like where you're kind of like, man, she's she's really uh she really babies this like whatever. How old is he? Is he supposed to be fifteen? Mm, 14 and Four- a half or okay. something. Yeah, something like that. Well, I, I don't know if you know, Jared, but the French are pretty carefree. They're pretty spontaneous. <laughs> I don't know if they're this carefree. Well, I don't know. You've seen Jules and Jim. They're pretty carefree, that, dude. That's a different story, though. Yeah, they're pretty carefree. Um, but, yeah, you get the sense that he's very jealous and very upset with his mom carrying on the way that she is, with mm-hmm. like clearly having an affair. Because, yeah, one of these times when he's kind of uh, – kind of laying in bed and recovering his mom leaves and then he goes up to the window and sees her getting into the car with this guy again and then of course the uh, the help comes along big get back to bed and close the blinds and then mm-hmm. she looks down and she sees and goes oh <laughs> yes uh, yeah and everyone sees and everyone, everyone well she knows but i mean I don't, know if the, I don't know if the good doctor knows uh he seems pretty self-involved uh, but yeah, there's the night where like he gets when after they get back from the movie, uh, and he's very drunk. He's like pawing at her, and she's kind of like, you know, doing everything to like settle him down and not have to go down that road, the the sex road, RJ. The what? Sex road. <clears throat> Can you elaborate? That's, that's somewhere. That's on your way to town. Which town? To town. Which town? Where the bed? Where the other baguettes? Uh, uh so but we start getting as the, the intensification of this relationship between mother and son um where they they're 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 staying in the one room that only has one real bed well uh i mean the other bed's just a fold out yeah. fold out's still a bed it's fine know? exactly it's still a bed i don't I know mean, what, com- what, what people complain about i have no idea it's like come on but these I mean, are... I know foldouts aren't comfortable, but it's like hey, when you're this... it's like well, there's a real bed and there's a foldout, so I guess there's only one bed. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. So um, here we got a scene where our our young man he's uh he's just leering at his mom bathing, and it's uh kind of like, huh. And then what happens? I'm curious. Well, she goes for date night with that guy because the son pretty well just like says i'm on your side i i i whatever you do it's okay but i'm on your side so it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be fine by me um and um i don't know so i'm trying to think oh yeah so there's like these other kids that get set up so there's the tennis stuff i was mentioning uh there's this like young guy who keeps getting called a, a fascist um because mm-hmm. I get I don't know that politic French politics get brought up for 1954 to which I go I don't know what that means it's probably mm-hmm. uh, maybe it was relevant to 1971 audiences in France um, I mean how these things are being framed but I was kind of like yeah I don't know I, I I feel like that's secondary to like everything else that's going on the primary drive of this maybe mm-hmm. well, um, so yeah there's some pretty hardcore ascot action here. Uh, There's a little bit, yeah, There's some a little authentic bit ascot. ascot, not Bogdanovich uh, neckerchiefs. No, they're all ascots. They're yeah. all ascots. They're all. Bog was just a wiener. Booger. A little booger. I don't know if I called him a booger. Definitely a wiener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. 
So yeah, he's trying to like be friendly and make friends at the at this rich hotel for people just relaxing. Mm-hmm. No no problems in the world. Um and he tries to make it with one of these girls and she's just like, No, I'm saving for someone I love. Don't you understand? He's like, Yeah, I've done it already. <laughs> said, Yeah, I've done it and you're a lesbian. Well, yeah, that's late that's when that's when he gets to the uh the rage out. Oh, the uh, incel rage. Well, that's because I think he's also mad though because his mom's out on a date. Yes, he and is. and it's not with him because yes. there's things happening percolating, uh, and the, and so he like again he rages out on everybody, calling people lesbians and like pushing mm-hmm. himself on them, insulting everybody left and right. When he's asked, you must wear a suit or a a, a, a coat when you come into the restaurant. He's like, no, I don't. He treats everyone like shit. Mm-hmm. He does. He's a bad dude. He's a bad little kid. Um, mm-hmm. So then, of course, his mother comes home that night after like a couple, maybe a day or two away, and she's very uh, inconsolable. And so he attempts to console her because I guess her lover uh, asked her to like leave the family. Her, to, yeah. to, for asked, told was telling her get a divorce and come with me and live with me. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I just couldn't do that. And he's like, yeah, That's right, mom. You do what's he- best. <laughs> He's like, yeah, mom. He's like, how inconsiderate is that guy? Like, he doesn't consider you. He's like, he's not a really good guy, you know, mom. Mom, mother. As he, as he spoons his mother. He says, and he says, if anyone doesn't care about you, they're not really your friend. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's he's nice guying his own mother. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Why would one want to do that, RJ? I don't know. So then we get a, then we get a little montage of uh, mother son times here, you know, pedicures and palling around playing I don't know some card game like Crip or something, mm-hmm. uh, and they're just like inseparable. It's just the way that he always wanted it, and it's yep. so lovely and so wonderful. They, mm-hmm. they they fall asleep in one another's arms, mother and son, and then there's a party um, where uh, some men get very excited that, that the fact that this mother is an Italian woman who married French and, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then what happens, RJ? Everyone's drunk, had a real good time at that party. Well, the mom, she's drunk. And then eventually she says, "Ah, I'm not having fun anymore. I'm going to leave. So she leaves the party. She goes, she's kind of like the guys are being a little bit too Italian to her. And by that I mean French. You know what I mean. But yeah. Uh and uh well, they're almost in, a little de- bit too much demeanor. like her own her own sons. In demeanor. Yeah. And uh she says, you know, I don't like this. I'm gonna go back to my room and I'm gonna I'm gonna go down for the night. So she goes back to her room. She's also and, drunk. Yeah, she's pretty drunk. She lies down in her bed, she says, Man, I'm so tired. I'm not even get out, I'm gonna get out of my clothes into my nightgown. I'm just gonna fall asleep. She passes out pretty much, and then the son, yeah. who's there, he. What does he do, Jer? Well, he proceeds to kind of undress her, help her get comfortable, mm-hmm. and and then then he uh, provides some reassurance potentially. Some reassurance, and then he winds up on top of his mother. And yep. uh, at this point, it's all kind of uh, close-ups of their heads, and there's nuzzling, and it's kind of like. What's uh what's what's happening on a first time view? Because I was not aware of this uh of this turf to come. And then you're just like, Oh yeah, they uh they have sex and she seems to be aware of it. And uh afterwards mm-hmm. 
But she expresses that she's not to regret any of it, but it will never happen again. Uh-huh. And uh, they're going to move past it. Uh, her, apparently, this was just like a little bump that uh, Laurent needed to get over. So he'd get the confidence up and the, the moves to like approach other girls that are at the same uh, mm-hmm. hot spot. Uh, he he opens. She opens up the door. The one blonde girl with the pigtails. She opens up the door. And he just like mauls her. She's like, "Oh, get away from me!" And he's like, "Whatever." And he leaves. But then we transition to like he found. He went to the other her friend, this other girl, and and they banged. And uh, <laughs> then they mm-hmm. and then it's like he goes back to the room and he sees that his dad and his two brothers are there. Mm-hmm. And he's like walking around without any shoes Shoot. on his feet, and they go, oh, "You're walking." They're like, "You're walking around barefoot." And then his mom comes into the room, and then they look at each other very awkwardly because this is like the same day after this yeah. happened, and they're like, <laughs> "They all have a good laugh." They all have a good laugh. Uh, hey, Jared, and that's the end of the movie. It sure is. <laughs> and to which I go, "What the what?" Why? <laughs> like, what is? What is? What is this? Well, and see, that's what I mean when you said that this is, as he claims, semi-autobiographical. There's parts in it that are probably close, but then I'm sure he, even if he said it, this one, that that ending wasn't part of it. It's like why include it in a movie that is semi-autobiographical then, unless it was something that he wanted to happen. Some sort of fan fiction of a different life, potentially, Jared. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a weird thing to include in a bi in a biopic. Unless uh, it happens. I'm just kind of looking at the reception of the film. Uh, you know, it was a a fan. Ebert. Well, he is too. But oh, he's a pervert. U.S. director Wes Anderson cited Murmur of the oh. Heart an influence, saying he loved the characters Laurent and Clara, who's the mother. Mm-hmm. Regarding the incest, he says, the stuff between him and the mother feels more kind romantic almost, but also taboo and scary in a way, which makes it even more seductive. U.S. director <laughs> Noah Baumbach also named the film as an influence, which I can kind of see when it comes to the movie The Squid and the Whale. A little bit. Okay. But, uh, yeah, both these good good friends, Wes and Noah. Yes. Hanging out, well, walking, I mean, pop, popping in some Murmur of the Heart together. I mean, we've talked about Wes before. Wes makes some good movies. He's a cool dude. But Wes also has some questionable sexuality things brought up sometimes in movies, potentially. Um, I'm not saying good or bad or anything, but I'm saying there's been some things with Wes Anderson that you go... Hmm. Your eyebrows get <laughs> well, a little lower, and you little, go. I wonder what s- he's saying here. Well, one day maybe RJ will talk about it this another time. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, right, Jared? Yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Wes. Roger Ebert gave gave the film a four star review. Uh, of course, he's cont- a pervert. The biggest comparing yeah. it favorably to the 400 blows and writes that with the incest. Maul, quote, takes the most highly charged sm- subject matter you can imagine and mutes it into simple affection. 
I mean, I don't know about that. I'd say, I mean, yes. I mean, I sure it's pretty. I know everyone it's seems pretty to be low, trying. It's pretty low key. I know everyone seems to be trying to be like, you know, it's not that bad. The way they made, the way they say it. Sympathizers potentially, Jared. Uh huh. And you know what they say about sympathizers? They're motherfuckers. <clears throat> Okay. Director Louis Maul wrote Murmur of the Heart in part as an autobiography. As Mal said, my passion for jazz, my curiosity <laughs> about literature, <laughs> the tyranny of my two elder brothers. Oh, so he's got a hate on for his, bro- his brothers, who I guess were bad men. Uh, <laughs> how they introduced me to sex. This is pretty close to home. Maul also suffered from a heart murmur and shared a hotel room with his mother during treatment. Aside from this, the film is a work of fiction and takes place later than Mal's true childhood. Uh, I mean... The humorous and earthy Italian mother is also a fictional character based more on a friend's mother than his own. Mal asserted in interviews that the incest, in particular, is fictional. He claimed that in writing the script, he had no intention to include incest, but ended up doing so as he explored an intense mother-son relationship. I'm going to say it. I think it's bullshit. He's He's like, well, only some of it's kind of based on my life, but these things did happen to me, and it's literally every single beat of this movie is like, well, those things all did happen, except for the one thing at the end. Mm-hmm. I think it's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Are you going to file a police report? I already called the cops, but more importantly, I called the cop, the higher cop. The. You know, the number one cop, the decider of morality. Mm-hmm. His name's Kevin. Uh-oh. Lives uptown. Uh, up Uptown? Not, not uh, Uptown. Not downtown. He's uptown, no, man. And, but no one's. But who's? Is anyone? Is someone going to town? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Not me. So yeah, I I don't know. This is obviously a, like a well-made movie, but I tell me about it. I don't care. <laughs> like I did. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I didn't really get. Much, I didn't take away that much about this from this story mm-hmm. at all. It's sort of like, yep, that's a Criterion movie, all right. Uh, hopefully the next two Louis Maul movies uh, are better than this because I don't know. It, yeah, if unless you're something about the story grabs you, then mm-hmm. I don't know. It 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 didn't really do much for me. It's just sort mm-hmm. of a film. But hey, RJ. Yeah. Arj, what did yeah. what did you think of Murmur of the Heart? I think this guy's a pervert, dude. Another one. They're all perverts in the they, fucking Criterion Collection. Uh, even Kurosawa. Um. Yeah, you've seen some of that samurai armor. I've seen. I've, like, I've seen that Japanese style underpants. Yeah, it's uh. There's like it's covering most of the things, but there's like certain areas that are uncovered. If you know what I mean, Jared. You know where I'm gesturing. <laughs> You're talking about nipples. I'm. I, I would never say. That. I would never say that. Men, and people at home will never know. Man, nipples. People will never know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, number one, this movie's two hours long. 
That's a strike. Oh, that's yeah. Strike, that's strike oh, one. boy. Yeah, that's one thing. There is that's so much. There, there's like, <laughs> there's just scenes in this that if they were not there, you would never know. Not like it, it wouldn't matter. So much. Because so as, as the synopsis says, uh, it is loosely plotted. So, I mean, yeah. you could drop scenes and it'd be like, yeah, you're fine. You're good. And yeah. uh, you'd be like, uh, it's only an hour and a half now instead of two hours. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do hate that criticism to a degree these days that's that too long that's like it's too long you can edit it down you can just like it's like well editing is a lot harder to do than what it than when people kind of throw that out there yeah but i was i don't know this movie is like once you hit that hour mark and they're like oh they're just going to this yes sanatorium and you're like there's an hour of them just doing stuff here mm-hmm. like man and that's the thing. I know editing's hard too. It's just uh this movie's just too long. It's just I don't know, like take out a huge chunk of the story. Fucking don't even film it in at all. Is what I would do. But um I don't know, the movie like it's got things that I didn't mind like the I didn't mind the jazz part of it. <laughs> no, because I, I was big, ja- like, big jazz boy. I uh, the jazz man over here. I do like jazz. I uh, and I, I was like, ooh, I was like, get a little Seinfeld jazz in here. I was like, I'm okay with that. That's all right. Um, but then it gets this movie gets like problem or not even problematic. This movie just gets gross really fast. Where you're just like, oh, oh. Oh, okay. And like every other scene, you're just like, oh, okay, they're just going to do that now, hey? He's like, oh, it's kids masturbating. Cool. Oh, it's and, and, but, coming on to but, kids. But there's like, cool. yeah, it doesn't feel like there's any tension in any no, of it. No. There, there's no dramatic tension. It's just kind of like, see, think, it's just scenes. It's probably this guy's point, though. He's just like, well, that's what growing up is like. Boys, boys try to discover their bodies. Their brothers pay for their prostitutes for their first time. Well, apparently, it happened. I just, imagine just this like is that. how Louis Manuel talks. Louis Bonwell. He talks like this. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it just happens. It's just a thing that happens, man. Um, so there's like that stuff in there, and I was like, eh. I was like, I don't much care for that. Uh, and that the first hour, like, I found. I found bore or like difficult to watch kind of the same with you. I was like, I was like, this kid sucks. The brothers suck. Dad sucks. The mom's not good. It's another bourgeois bougie ass family. That's just like, we're bored. We got to get into trouble. Cause oh, we're so bored. On we, on we, to we, oh, it's like a lot of that stuff. And you're just like, all right. Okay. Whatever. Catholic priests are trying to get you. Well, yeah, and like that's what I mean. It's like it's it's checking all the it's checking all the perv boxes where it's just like you know <laughs> boys they're gonna they're gonna try to they're gonna try to rape the help that maid is gonna like the housekeeper is gonna come into the room and they're gonna bend her over because they just can't help themselves. Yeah, neither can the priests. Well, we should say it's like yeah, it's um antics. It's clowning around. But well, they're it's like, like pushing but, her around, but they do yeah. push her over. At oh one yeah, point, and you're just oh, like, oh yeah, it's you're like, it's, is this gonna it, turn into? Well, it's not, but it's still it's frat boy vileness implication. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. It's, it's weird how much it bothered me actually yeah. watching this because it's like I'm like, oh, like fuck, fuck these people. Like, you forgot uh, one of the side characters who's also a pervert, which is the kid at the sanatorium who's also trying to date 
the kid's the main kid's mom. Yeah, that's the one that's the with the ascot, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, okay, the, yeah you, the tennis pro. He, he's who's also, also a, who's all, there's like these comments about him being a fascist. Yeah, the fascist kid. Yeah, I, I um, I found him to be bothersome too. I was just like, I was like this, because he's just like, hey man, your mom's pretty hot. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, okay, he's like, can you like set me up with her? And it's like a 50 year old kid, and it's just like, uh no <laughs> um yeah like the the only likable character in this movie is like the girl he meets that like won't won't do it with him because she's like yeah she's like i just met you get away from me you're like you're like i'm rooting for this guy this girl she's the only one who's like on the level mm-hmm. um but yeah the the whole preamble stuff it just takes forever even like it's like you're saying like the scarlet fever stuff you didn't even need any of that like you just you could have just said he got it and he's got to go to a hotel to recover or whatever um they're there everyone's hitting on his mom he's weird about it and then uh yeah i was like so i i saw that the the thing at the end too and i was just like i was like is this where they're going with this like i wasn't like this whole movie, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is just they're trying to talk about boy sexuality, whatever. And then I was like, all right, I see. It's like, I see this, too. So they're doing Oedipus stuff. All right. But I was kind of like, I don't really know. Like, um, what's the point of this movie? Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, I realize a lot of it's, it's autobiographical. So it's like, OK, well, this is just what happened to this guy. But by the time you get to the end and then there's that thing, I was kind of like, what is the point of this movie? What indeed? Do you know what I mean? And like, I don't, I, I'm with you. It's like, it's fine. It's well made enough, but I just don't really understand why anybody should care because it's like, I don't really care about this guy. And it, I mean, it's, I find it weird too that all these dudes are like, oh man, it's great. It's a great movie. Like, like all these other directors. And it's like, man, uh, the incest thing, you know, it's, uh, it's just really tender. They really downplay it. And it's like, hmm. Can you downplay that or are you just like are you just kind of into it and you just don't want to sound like a pervert yourself is what I'm I'm kind of taking that as like old Roger Ebert. I think he didn't have a problem telling people he was a pervert, but I think him just being like, well, they downplayed it. I think it's his way of just being like, I like this and I'm going to make it sound like it's less of a thing than it is. So anyways, this is a weird movie. Mm-hmm. yeah and i thought the ending was dumb too it's like and then they just all laugh with each other and i was like i i actually did because i saw your review and then when it got to it i did burst out laughing because i'm like they are laughing i i know because it's one of those things like you would say as a joke it's like and then they all had a good laugh but then it's like that is how the fucking movie ends it's crazy mm-hmm. so anyways it's um it's weird this thing I I wouldn't want to be like I wouldn't want to be hang around people who are really into this. Like like Wes <laughs> like Wes Anderson is cool and stuff, but if he's like, "Oh, I love that movie." I'd be like, "I don't know if I want to hang out with you anymore." Well, he calls dude. it he calls it an influence. And, and I mean, yeah. I definitely I definitely see it in Noah Baumbach and yeah. there is elem- I can, I can see I, 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 know I, I could see why this story uh this type of story yeah, would appeal to him, like because there's it. there's like the doctor and like the young kind of free loving mother, because like you know 
Wes Anderson does have these mother things in his movies, like Angelica Houston, mm-hmm. uh, the way he uses her, like Darjeeling Limited. Um, she's around. So yeah, he's he's like these kind of like yeah, these uh, kind of upper middle class bourgeois families or professionals and their children and how they all get they're all fucked up. Um, he's kind of like I don't know. I could see it, but yeah, I, this is something that um, it's not mm-hmm. my cup of tea. Yeah. Want to hear from other people who this film is not their cup of tea? Uh, I guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, to kick things off, we have Maya, half a star. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, it's to the point, and uh, I'm gonna say it. I'm on board with her uh, her review here. That's not bad. Maya's favorite films include Rocco and his brothers, Magnolia. The Sacrifice from 1986 and Wings of Desire from 1987. Jerry, oh, you know about Wings oh, of Desire? I sure do. Yeah, is that a, not a good one? I that's a movie that people love, and I think it is oh. like, so so boring. I see. I see. Every time I've tried, it's like this is yeah. so boring. She uh, also gave Marmaduke a half a star. Wow. Which uh, I I've not I've not seen Marmaduke. But I feel like any movie with a dog shouldn't be a half a star. She five-starred Love Exposure, though. I know you're a big fan of that bad boy. Mm-hmm. 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 So, she's got that going for her. Not bad, not bad. Next up, we got Brendan Souza. Oh, yeah. A coming-of-age movie that's simply cringe-inducing. Right off the bat, we're presented with a kind of dysfunctional family. Each son's spoilt and bothersome. Bothersome, RJ. And then bothersome. it gets and then it gets sickening. Underage sex, odd sexual fantasies culminating in a grand finale with incest. Charlie Parker songs here don't help to lighten the mood at all. <laughs> nor does the final shot intended uh, bring about some sort of joy. This is my first Louis Mall film. I really hope there's better work because Murmur of the Heart really put me off. <laughs> I uh funny the way they phrase some of that mm-hmm. so brand uh brendan here here's their bio Jared. using this to log movies i've seen so far which is a pretty good description of what letterboxd is hey jer yeah pretty good uh favorite food films uh favorite foods Potentially. Napoleon from 1927. Napoleon. That's, that's got to be nobody's favorite film. That's got to be made of. Which, which, which movie? Napoleon from 1927. That's one of Francis Ford Coppola's favorite films. No, it's, it's I one, doubt it. Uh, Stanley Kubrick loved it. He was going to make his own Napoleon uh, movie. Well, I, went, I know. Went, I knew it that. wound up becoming Barry Lyndon. I would love to see uh, that movie, but I've been waiting for uh, a Criterion or something to put it out. Yeah. Proper like. Well, this guy loves it. That's cool. Uh, I, I'm for. Also... I'm, I support that. Napoleon. Okay. Na- Napoleonic movies are cool. I saw a, tw- a movie made in the 20s, and I went. I doubt this is this guy's favorite film. Uh, Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Yep. La La Land and uh, Piotti. Oh yeah, that movies on. Uh, that's on 81. Criterion right now. I mean, that's, yeah. that's supposed to be a real grim affair. Yeah, and since we were talking about it, they half starred Requiem for a Dream. There you go. Since we were talking about B. it. Excited. Be, be mm. excited. Excited. Mm. Soviet mm. fangirl. Half a star. Mm. 
Another coming-of-age pedophilia Freudian-themed wreck by the socially bouge, retrogressive, screen-damaged French who simply love to see some child-fucking Vista on their VDU. <laughs> Uncomfortable storyline with zero depth. Wouldn't recommend this boring BS. Just watch Ratatouille instead or something. I mean, Ratatouille's <laughs> pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Some wild half-star films here, but... Uh... Soviet fangirl favorite films include Children of Heaven from 97, The White Balloon from 95, The Ascent from 77, and mm-hmm. Serial Experiments Lane, which oh, looks like an animated that, that film. Is, that is anime. That's an yeah. anime series. Yeah. Uh, here's some half-star films, Jarrett. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, because that's popular right now. Uh, Ali, Fear Eats Soul. Ah, Hazard, Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Um, a ton of Woody Allen movies, because oh. uh, probably for certain implications. Uh, Failsafe, half a star, apparently. Hypernormalism, half a star, apparently. And uh, I don't know, other stuff. But interesting, 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 interesting. Fascinating. Uh-huh. Uh, one more. How about uh, Tom Zuba? Tom DeZuba? <laughs> a movie I despise with all my heart should be shown for ISIS recruitment against Western decadence. Is it Western decadence if it's in Fra- if it takes place in France? It, it is, RJ. <laughs> is it? Yes. Okay. Well, this person <laughs> five-starred my dinner with Andre. The five-star Midsommar, Jarrett. Yeah. You know about Midsommar? I've heard about it. Favorite films include Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Starship Troopers, Mikey and Nikki, and Footlight Parade. I don't Whatever know. Whatever that is. Uh, yeah, that I don't know. It is from 1933. Oh, there you go. So, I don't know what that's all about. Who's in it? Who's in Footlight Parade? Yeah. So of course uh james cogney cagney james cagney dick joan pa- blondell dick powell <laughs> dick powell joan blondell Rui keeler frank McHugh. oh, it's, Guy a, oh it's, a, it's a busby berkeley film hugh herbert billy barty it's a musical billy body <laughs> billy barty hey, billy music- body rj it's, it's a it's a musical yeah you know musicals pre-code pre-code you know what i love to say pre-code i do know that you love to say pre-code and plus you're a big lloyd Lloyd bacon fan also very much so what about billy barty billy body from the bride of frankenstein oh and he's in uhf as well yeah billy body you know billy barty i know him now yeah i just thought it was a funny name he's a a little guy yeah yeah i've seen seven movies with him i had no idea (laughs) see and now you do i had no idea that's cool. Billy Body. All right. <laughs> you just keep saying it. Billy Body. No. The mouse and the motorcycle. What's this all about? It's like a mouse on an actual no- no motorcycle. It looks like young <laughs> Keith Gridley will have a lonely summer until he meets a talking mouse named Ralph. Hey, I've got a question for you. This occurred to me the other day. Um, like, with UHF... Yeah. Uh, did it ever occur to you that you were growing up as RJ and your brother is Lou, Big Louie? No, because... And, 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 and RJ is very afraid of Big Louie. 
I didn't, but it's because I, I I didn't watch UHF until or, I was sorry, an adult. Or, or I guess he's not afraid of it. It's more Big Louie gave the money to uh, uh, Wicker Howl's, uh, yeah, for the to buy the station. Big, right. Big Louie. I was unaware because I, I didn't watch UHF until I was an old an well, old person. Well, now you know. Now you can adopt that into your family dynamics. I'll be adopting it into dynamic already. And when you're not assaulting the help at the next uh, family gathering, well, I, I see, would I would hope. That's the thing, Jared. I don't have help. <laughs> I clean my own house. Wow. Because I don't have money. So how's that sound? Not bad, I bet. Huh? Tough but fair. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. You got Anyways. any? You got any final words? Um. Not super stoked for the next two weeks, but we'll see. Maybe we'll turn that ship around still. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Aren't you glad we're not doing all three in one week? I probably would have quit. Yeah. The podcast. Yeah. Yeah. After mm-hmm. the break, um, yeah. we all have a big laugh. We'll have a good laugh about it. We're all going to have a good <laughs> laugh, Jerry. Archie's not wearing his shoes. <laughs> but he's but he fucked his mom. <laughs> this dumb dumb son of a bitch forgot to put his shoes on. Classic. Oh mm. Four stars. For perverts, yeah. showing murmur of the heart uh to your family on mother's day this year um i was gonna go with leprechaun because that's similar themes no that's a biopic as well who's in that is it courtney cox no the other one jeff Uh, Aniston. Aniston. the other friend the other friend hey i heard friends is one of the best sitcoms ever (laughs) so i i I heard that somewhere is that accurate can't remember Oh, okay. Uh, you can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and tell us who your who, which friend you're most like. I want to know what people think Jared's most like. Is Jared a Ross? I, I bet Jared's a Ross. I've always you thought, know what I mean? thought of myself as a Chandler. Yeah. And RJ. Yeah. Joey. Joey, come on. Get that meatball sub out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> My foot Gunther. Gunther? I think that dude died. He did. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. like recently. Yeah, I know, like very recently, and, and the internet was aflame. Good, yeah, good. He, he left an impact. 
Wait till his biopic. We got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnlow. We've got YouTube. We've got Patreon. We're on Gunther SoundCloud, Tube. Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, GunterTube. GunterTube. Next week, uh-huh. Spine 329 from the three films uh, by Louis Mal collection. Lacombe, Lucienne from 1974. What's that mean? I don't know. I don't know what this is about. This, definitely that's, words. It's part of the surprise every week. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, I won't look into it if you won't. All right, I won't. Okay. Until deal. until until it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's... take care. Stay safe. Um. Uh, bless. 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 Blesses. Uh, yeah. Bless up. It's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. Yeah.